Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, Tuesday night jaw episode main episode three. Uh, I'm Jim Smallman. I'm your host. Thanks for listening. We are part, of course, of the wonderful Distraction Pieces Network, and we're going to talk some wrestling in a positive way. I have three guests with me today. Guest number one, he is the the daddy of the Distraction Pieces Network. That's his official title. Um, it's Scroobius Pip. Y- young bearded Vince, I, lo- I like to be referred to as. I'm the Vince McMahon of this, of this network. <laughs> young bearded. Imagine Vince with a beard like yours. What a beautiful oh, image. I do regularly. Um, you've been, we've not had you on. For, you weren't on the last show. No. I mean, I'm, I'm aware you can't be on everyone because you're a busy man. Where it's, have you been? It's a really weird one as well because I love being on, but I really enjoyed listening as a listener, mm. if you know what I mean, to that last one. So I was saying tomorrow, I'm excited to be back, but... I need to find something else to listen to tomorrow because I'm not going to listen to us again. I've heard us. I'm going to be <laughs> in the room now. So I was all, exci- yeah. I was all excited last time because I was oh, there's a new episode. No, it's like, oh, I'm in the new That's episode. That's why I do the mini so. episodes. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to say, them. I'd love to say, dear listener, they're for you. They're not. They're just for Pip. He, uh, he literally rings me at four in the morning and goes, I need is, something to listen how to. How wonderful is, is, is Mr. Gallagher? What, what, Jack Gallagher. What, what, what wonderful young man. He is. So he, knowledgeable. So it, knowledgeable, so he is, calm and intelligent. I loved it. He's... I think the thing that I found most fascinating talking to him was that... And if you haven't listened to it yet, it is you, you can download it now yeah. and listen to it. I feel it. like you've said that I'm the boss of the network and now it looks like I'm doing a casual plug for other episodes. Well, <laughs> you, uh, you may not have called the Jack Gallagher <laughs> episode, which I particularly enjoy. But no, it, he, <laughs> I think the thing that I really liked about him is that he's not, he's not a stereotypical wrestler in any no, way. And, no. and at, at once you get to know all wrestlers, none of them are stereotypical. But yeah. you have a predetermined notion of what a wrestler's like, and then you meet so, a man who dresses in tweed all the time yeah. and uh, is a philosophy graduate, yeah. and he's just... Uh, and, uh, one, and, and would mu- as much like to be in UFC as he would in WWE. Yeah, yeah. Which is, is crazy. He's where a you, lovely where have you dude. Been, um, I've been off filming, so I'm doing a TV show for Fox and the BBC called Taboo with... Just it like I had, I had one scene that was just me, Tom Hardy, Oscar nominated. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Tom Hollander, 
a BAFTA winner yep. and Stephen Graham who's Stephen fucking Graham who's BAFTA winner <laughs> and everything else and, or nominee sorry and all that and me and I'm just like yeah this will be alright this will be alright it's fine no one's noticed I'm not meant to be here yet so yeah <laughs> just blacking it we were literally discussing ideas oh we should change this line here and I'll, I'm, th- I'm throwing things in and every time I say something I'm thinking why did I just contribute <laughs> this is someone's going to say you're meant to be getting the tea at the moment. Are you? Can you go in? But yeah, so that's been good fun. Excellent. But good I'm stuff. back now, so that's even more exciting. We've we've got you for a day. Which yes, pleases me. Um, our second guest is my business partner. One of my two business partners. Uh, he is an actor. He is a director. He is a musician. Uh, he is one of three owners of Progress Wrestling. Um, he's the wonderful Mr. Glenn Joseph. Hello, Glenn. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the... Pro- no, it's not the podcast. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm delighted to be here. It's, it was such, <laughs> such good company as well. Um, I'm, uh, I'm very excited. I listened to the, the other two, um, um, the, the main shows, uh, and I thought, God, now I have to be funnier than Dahlia Black, and that's going to be difficult. It is going to be difficult because she was really funny. She is, she's, she's, very, she's very, very talented. She comes from exactly the same background as me as well and has gone through musical theatre to wrestling, apart from she's been dropped on her head more than me. Um, but, you know... That's, Have you ever been dropped on your head oh, during well, musical theatre? I, I fell off the stage once uh, and then ran round. So it was at um, uh, Harlow Playhouse, actually. Yeah. Uh, jumped, uh, went to do a knee slide to the front of the stage, misjudged it. Beginning of the tour was a bit heavy. I'm going to be walking round weight now, not be <laughs> Conor McGregor weight. Did a knee slide, went off the stage, and then went, so I've got a wireless mic on. No, I haven't. Fuck. <laughs> ran around the front of the stage <laughs> with wrapping the guitar lead around my monitors then climbed up on the other side of the stage where the stairs were realised that oh my guitar's caught on those monitors ran down the steps back the other side this is all while the band is still playing Damn. they're just going round and round playing 12 bar <laughs> I go back on the other side of the stage got up and went Anybody notice that? <laughs> uh, uh, yes, they did. Uh, <laughs> but no so refunds, so it was, it was great. Unlucky. I was stressed at this point you were presumably playing Buddy Holly. When you said sliding on your knees, you weren't a child at a wedding. No, I wasn't. No. <laughs> yeah. Although I still <laughs> do that at weddings. Yeah, all, so I literally did an east. I tried to get my right foot underneath me, just got it out. So as I went over the edge of the stage, I landed on one leg, which I'd kicked out. Otherwise, it would have been faceplant. Uh, and also, I always try and protect the guitars as well. You see, you see, I wish you hadn't clarified because I'd assumed he was in Back to the Future, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> but we do, and you were going to go up and go. So. Your kids are going to love this. Because <laughs> um, you did panto, yes. Do you have to take bumps in panto, like ever? Have you ever had to do like, I, a fight scene? Or basically, you know how they say that Kurt Angle can carry uh, a match uh, with a broom. I've I've carried a lot of pantos with brooms. I always finish panto and have a very very sore back because and I didn't have it this time. I had Marcus Brigstock, who's a very very big fan of yours, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he's lovely. Um, I love Marcus. And Jared Christmas and Vern Troyer. Now the best direction I've ever been given in a pantomime was when the director went, "All right, Glenn, this is uh, this is where you pick Vern up and you hold him above your head and run across the stage." And I went, "You are." <laughs> 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 so essentially, rather like you mentioned that you're going to do with your child in the ring, uh, yes. in Lion King style. Yeah. Fern, by the way, is a, one of the most lovely... I know it sounds like I'm clanging all over the place, but whatever, I was in panel with him, I got paid for it, I can not all the best. Um, Fern was there and he hates being picked up because, yeah. you know, lots of people kind of come up to him like, oh, hello, little fella, yeah. and pick him up and he's like, get it off me, put yeah. me down, put me down now. So he has a carer with him all the time because he has a little like, moped and stuff. Mm. He's in a lot of pain. He has to take like... Um, like a really, really strong 
uh, painkiller, I can't remember the name of it, to, just to get through the day because yeah. it, it hurts so much. And, and you could see him working, like grafting really hard in, the, in this panda and his little chest going up and down. He's breathing really hard because, you know, we're just walking across the stage. For him, that's a mission. Yeah. Uh, and so <sighs> the idea was is that all the kids were going to come on uh, and... Oh God, I hated those kids. The kids, <laughs> the kids would run on stage, and my job yeah. was to pick Vern Troyer up and out of trouble, and then run with him, kind of like a la the Lion King Brilliant. off stage. Brilliant. And every time I used to do it, be like, Vern, I'm going to pick you up now. Are you all right with that? And he's like, Yeah, it's fine. Uh, that's his actual voice, by the yeah. way, not Mickey Mouse. Um, and I'd pick him up every time, and every time I'd be going, Oh my God, if I drop him, it's so many millions, yeah. so many millions in damages. And I'd run off stage with him, carrying him, put him down. He'd be like, "Yeah, it's fine, brother, how are you doing?" Uh, yeah, I don't know why I did Mickey Mouse again, um, but that was uh, <laughs> that was that was terrifying. But I didn't have to carry anybody in Panto this year. There was no sleb. Yeah. And in Pantos, you often get a sleb that's in there. It's never done it. It's kind of, I imagine uh, our other guest, who you're going to get to in a minute, will be able to talk about carrying people through matches better than I can. But it was like. I finished Panto one year and my back hurt so much just from carrying the crap that was on the stage <laughs> with me. Oh, Pantos. It can be can be the best when you've got the best people like Jared and Marcus. I had like the best time yeah. of Christmas. But there have been some Pantos um, in where oh um, and my problem with Panto is I feel it's breeding the the hecklers of, of the future. It's, it's teaching kids that <laughs> yeah, it's okay them. to shout out during a performance and, and get involved and say, he's behind. And no, no, you pay for a seat, sh- not a voice. the performance, yes. <laughs> I, um, cause I, I, I do kids' gigs quite a lot, and the nature of those is often with kids just shouting stuff out. Yeah. They don't do it to me. Yeah. And a part of it is because of how I look, and part of it is <laughs> because I was a school teacher. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. just, I've got a way of looking at them that makes them go, okay. And I'll get them and to the, put their hand up to talk to me, but Brilliant. I'm really strict about it. And my daughter came with me when I was doing some kids' gigs the other week. She was like, You're very strict with those children. Were you like that as a teacher? I was like, I didn't even think about that. I just, <laughs> I've got a gig to get through, and I don't let grown ups shout stuff out, so kids aren't either. Yeah, I love the idea right. of you at one of your own gigs that if somebody wants to heckle, they have to put their hand yeah, up. And you're like, Right, off, yeah. off you go. You can heckle now. Off you go, mate. Um, your mum. <laughs> our, uh, <laughs> our third guest. Um, uh, we always like to have an actual real life professional wrestler on the show yes. um, and he's one of those guys that for ages I get people messaging me going hey you're in progress you should book him because he's really good um, uh, so we did uh, also uh, he's currently we're going to chat about this in a bit but he's currently involved uh, with uh, the Fight Club, Fight Club Pro Chikara Tour uh, of the UK and he has a lovely beard I mean this could technically be with two of these guests here this could be the beard hour uh, on the Distraction Pieces Network, but it's not. Uh, it's time we're going to talk wrestling. Trent Seven is joining us. How, How are you? All right, mate. How's, How's everyone going? today? Good. It's I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. In that what? there London. Um, Your beard is lovely, by the way. Thank and yours. Um, yeah. Tell us what happened, because <laughs> you're, you're not from London, um, and you've come down for this, which we're very much grateful for, um, but what happened to you in Starbucks a little while ago? <laughs> well, you know, it was just one of those moments where you needed a little bit of a refreshment. Uh, so I didn't want to, you know, take the mic too much. So I ordered a drink. I said, I'm just going to pop to the toilet. He says, here's the code, 135. I said, all right. For anyone that now needs Now we all know. Yeah. <laughs> so just in case you're around the Shepherd's Bush area <laughs> and you get caught short, pop in there. So I've gone in there, 135, <clears throat> opened it, locked it, done my thing, washed my hands. Because, you know, London gets pretty smoggy, doesn't it? It's like... And uh, then that was it. From there on, it was just a build up of sweat from the armpits through to the forehead then the back of the neck <laughs> and uh, the door's not going anywhere uh, so around about 10 to 15 minutes 
Wow. Uh, Google Googled the place, phoned the... <laughs> ph- phoned the, the landline number that I got for you. They're like, uh, hello, Starbucks Shepherds Bush. I was like, hi, thanks, I'm stuck in your toilet. <laughs> they're like, what? I was like, yeah, I just ordered a uh, soy latte. Can you, uh, can you let me out, please? And then someone comes and can't let me out. And that's when the panic stretches. <laughs> You're like, oh, good. The staff don't know how to get out. <laughs> that's good. Fantastic. Anyway, so they wiggled it and jiggled it around a little bit, and then I managed to get out. And um, they said, yeah, you have to open the two door, the two locks, the two handles. One's so you- about an inch and a half wide, and you have to click that one to the left and then pull that one down and then push it. So, so like, you weren't locked in? Mm. You, just, no, couldn't, no, you just, just couldn't operate a door? <laughs> well, co- uh, no. Sounds like the toilet was in a safe. It, it was. That's how I felt. I felt like I had to get like into a, the code, open the out there, and like just click glass. it on a little bit, yeah. But um, but yeah, even the staff struggled to get me out of there. So, but I'm out now. Crazy, you are. Luckily, <laughs> otherwise that would have been a rubbish. Um, End of the story. <laughs> I like the idea of more of you ripping the door off its hinges. You're a big lad. Well, I was trying, but then I thought that's, I'm probably going to get done for criminal damage, then get taken down to the police station, then miss the podcast, and I'll have a rubbish day. <laughs> Imagine if there was just a phone in that seat and you're having to do the podcast from the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> so much It was warm. Me and Glenn were walking down here, and he genuinely messaged me and went, Trent's, Trent's stuck in a toilet at Starbucks. And I went, yeah, all right, mate, of course he is. And he went, no, he really is. Um, oh, God. Um, right, I'm going to kick things off. We're going to talk mainly, uh, and if you've if you're not listened to Tuesday Night Jaw before, uh, we try and keep things as positive as possible because there's enough podcasts you can go and listen to where people go, oh, I wouldn't have done it like that. Uh, and, and occasionally we will criticise stuff, but we try and be positive because we are all wrestling fans. That's why we're all here today. And that's um, a great idea. And I want to kick off with a question I thought of on the train on the way down. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to ask you all of it. I've not given you a chance to prepare for this. So, using people from WWE's current roster. And I'll include NXT in this. Obviously, it is part, technically part of the roster. Mm. Five years from now, who is the biggest star in WWE? So using their... Co- you can't... So you can't take, for example, your guest from your Distraction Pieces podcast, Will Ospreay. You can't yep. take him because he is not currently signed yep. to WWE. You can only take someone who is currently signed to WWE or NXT or the Performance Center. <clears throat> They're the only people you can choose. Who is their biggest star, their franchise in five years' time. I'll give you my answer first. I know what your answer is going to be, Glenn. I'm completely certain I know what your answer is going to be. I think you do. Um, my answer is Jason Jordan. Right. Having seen him several times, he looks I amazing. He's got a load of charisma without ever really needing to say something. He wrestles in trainers, which angers me, but apart from yeah. that. Um, <laughs> he, but he's got tons and tons of charisma, looks brilliant. I think, I think Vince looks at someone like him and just sees dollar signs in his eyes because he is phenomenal. Plus, he's got a legit athletic background, you know, the, the proper amateur experience that someone needs. I think that's who they're going to go with. Is, is, is there the risk of, of the Roman effect, though, of him being too obviously like that that, that Vince guy that they then go, he's rammed down the throat? If and... it was in a year's time, yeah. yes. I think giving yeah. him five years to... Div- I think they've yeah. learned from this. And yeah, I think true. what they'll do is they'll... If you've got a long, because it, it, it's a never-ending story, isn't it? You don't need to push someone. Someone doesn't need to be on top right now. You can give them time mm. to build to it. And I think they could do this with, you know, him and Chad Gable can be a tag team for a while, and then they can go their separate ways and do whatever. I also think Chad Gable will be very successful. Yeah, um, uh, American Alpha. If, if Roman Reigns had been in American Alpha, in that their version of it beforehand, mm. would he 
then be in the situation he is now. I think that it's kind of like chicken and egg there. Yeah. I think if Reigns had had the chance that Jordan has now to establish himself like himself and Gable are, yeah. maybe they wouldn't yeah, have that true. kind of opinion about him. So mm. you can kind of go back and look at that. So uh, while I'm talking, I might as well tell you, uh, John Cena. John Cena's still going to be the franchise That's of a, the WWE. How old will John Cena be in five years' time? It doesn't matter. Until he's 50 years old, he will be the franchise of the WWE. And that's no disrespect to anybody else. Mm. That's because he is the big money player. Mm. They say sometimes that, you know, uh, sometimes wrestlers don't draw money, wrestling companies draw money. They're, they're, they're the attraction. John Cena is such an integral part, and you miss him so much when he's not there. I sat at home watching Raw last night, and when they, they showed the bit about... I love that they were. It was a cricket wireless or something that they were right, like. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be yeah. training for his cricket wireless phone. Uh, and, they, and John Cena came back. I literally went <sighs> because I felt like Raw, this big piece of the jigsaw that's been missing. And people can have their opinions about him, but remember those U.S. Open matches that he had? They were some of the best things I've seen in Raw in years when he was doing the U.S. Title Open. I still think that in five years' time, John Cena will be the most important cog in the WWE. And, and on the franchise front, he's making the right moves at the moment outside as well. He, he was in that train wreck film and was genuinely he's really funny. Mandarin. He's so sneaking they can explore, you know, yeah, that's through the Chinese market. That. Incredible. There's a few different films he's sneaking up in doing comedy roles rather than the typical thing of action role for a wrestler mm. when they can't really act that well but they're, they're big and muscly and yeah. he's, he's doing them quite f- funny and, yeah. and, and unusual roles which makes you think yeah he's got that potential to I do grow think grow. as 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 well with Cena I mean on the point of him drawing money I remember having this conversation with William Regal a couple of years ago where he was saying there's only one wrestler in the world who draws money mm. and that's him in the same way, in the 80s, there was only one wrestler in the world who drew money, and that was Hogan. And I, I, you can choose to agree or disagree with that, but that's the opinion of someone who is definitely an expert, yeah. who's gone, yeah. there is only one person you can put on a show, you can guarantee the show will sell out, and f- whether or not you like him or not. I mean, uh, me and you, Glenn, have had mm. discussions about this a lot, because for a long time, I don't think I appreciated John Cena as much as I do now as a wrestling promoter. Oh, yeah. I now appreciate him loads more than me just being a smart fan going, well, I don't like him. Why does he have to win all the time? Because mm. someone has to win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, without a shadow of a doubt, over the course of probably the last three to four years, the absolute top performer in the company as well. Yeah. Mm. And that's what people <laughs> no matter don't recognise. Yeah, no matter how many like super hard, die-hard people say that you know he bumps awkward and all that kind of stuff mm. he has the best matches on every show with every level of professional wrestler in that company and it's it's the thing the that you've off. seen a few times with the ones that become the big stars it's the ones that get that push and then get cr- criticised because The Rock for ages was criticised for his ring, in-ring work yeah. and then he got really good at what he does mm. and again it's it's same with Cena he got the same criticisms having a small move set and I think I heard on Stone Cold's podcast he was saying I did like five moves. I had five moves. So, like everyone talks about Cena having it. Like some of the biggest guys ever have a small yeah. move set, but they're really good moves and they do them really well. It's not about I can do a million different things. Like well, that yeah, totally. reduces the impact of all of them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? With, with the Rock, for example, I wasn't a Rock fan. Mm. I was an Austin fan. Yeah, and I'm now going back and watching. Because I've just been, as Jim will will tell you this, I love WCW. Yeah. And I love WCW in 1999 till when it ended. Right. Because mm. it's a really good education on how not to run a wrestling <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which, as a wrestling promoter is quite a key thing yeah, to take into yeah, yeah, whenever whenever Glenn comes to us with ideas in meetings, we will go um, go back. Did WCW do this in 1999? And if he comes back and goes. No, 
then we go with it. Yeah, yeah. Re- reverse battle royal. Good. <laughs> You're not allowed to reverse. We are doing a reverse battle royal. Everyone battle battle starts on the outside. Reverse ladder match. Reverse ladder match. <laughs> reverse battle royal into a reverse ladder match. There's loads of like big men clinging onto a ladder, <laughs> just kind of like clambering for room. You, you already. Like, you, well, but Trent already wants to do it. Well, the reverse ladder match. I'm thinking King of the Mountain has already stolen. It is. Really, they, 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 they stole my idea. You know, just like get, put the belt away from you. You know. Yeah. That's that's the goal of this match. Yeah. Okay, well, when do I take it back <laughs> off? If I take it back off, do we start again? <laughs> Can I have it? Do I get a replica at the back just to <laughs> walk around the local shopping centre? <laughs> Put some squiggles on some... Uh, a, a fool's count nowhere, match. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it works. I've just, I've just got the name. I've just got the name. doesn't matter. It's already I, in the next chapter. This, this will go into another point I've got in a minute after we've, I've got you guys' answers. Um, Trent, uh, five years' time, who's going to be the biggest star in WWE? In my heart of hearts, I really, really hope it's Shinsuke Nakamura. I really do. But there's absolutely no chance of it happening, so let's forget that. Uh, <laughs> they're Dillinger. doing a beautiful job of building him, though. I, I, I think they're doing great, because mm. the thing that has struck me, or that I've realised about NXT, is they're, because they're an hour long, they, they, they have to leave people off a lot. Mm. And they're fine. They're it, like Nakamura is one of the first people that they're really making sure he's always there. If it's in a tag match, as it was this last week, he's he's always present. And even with the champions or with Joe or with whoever else, they'll go. It's just not there that week. It's the women that are the main what, focus yeah. this week. What, what Nakamura, say, they seem to be going. No, he's he's here. What I'd say with Nakamura is the reason he's on NXT all the time is NXT's aimed at us for. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah the, the, the difficult bit with Nakamura is going to be him taking the step up from the NXT indie audience mm-hmm. to the mainstream American, primarily American WWE audience. However, yeah. I think I, I came up with a workaround for this a couple of podcasts ago, and that is you give him Paul Heyman. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I was saying. You give him Paul Heyman, it's tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, literally tremendous. How, how good a performer is Brock Lesnar? He's fantastic. Right? Yeah. He, doesn't, he does his thing, that's it. And he's said about 400 words since he signed a contract 15 years ago or whatever it was. Yeah, he absolutely. just says nothing, right? Yeah. So if you can transcend that through with Heyman and Nakamura, with the presence that Nakamura has, oh, just... Oh, it's brilliant. It, yeah, yeah, it's the sort of thing that makes you want to... Again, the John Cena effect. It, if I know that Paul Heyman's going to be on Raw, I go, oh, I'm, I wasn't 100% on it. But now I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And if Paul Heyman's on with with Nakamura, you better believe that you I'm not at, playing FIFA. You were yeah. in, you were in NXT Dallas, quite yeah. obviously. You're on quite a lot of camera angles. Quite that quite was Stood up when no one else was. Yeah. With his just chest make out. sure this gets some uh, oh. some TV time. <laughs> yeah. Just get a load of that. Um, and yeah, the just the. I, I mean, obviously, I wasn't there, but watching it. On the the network, and I'm tingling. You see, like, see, I'm a genuine like you excitement know, that, about wrestling. You know, like that Triple H comeback kind of vibe. Yeah, I'm, that I'm, kind I'm of an interesting. Like, oh my god! Test here because, as I, I said, I think on the first one, I'd not seen Nakamura before. Mm. We had a lot I'd, of conversations heard, by text. I'd heard about a lot. It, I was very excited about him, but I'd not seen him before. So I was that new audience on NXT, and I know I'm again. I'm an NXT watcher, and it's target us, but still. It's not like I was like, he's finally here, I've enjoyed his work from all over the world. I was like, why has he just put his head on his chest and made his arms go wobbly? This is amazing. Like, like just this yeah. is the weird things he does. I was just like, this guy's great. But me and you were chatting about it, because obviously yeah. you know how into New yeah. Japan I yeah, am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you were, we were chatting all the way through yeah. his match and then all the way through WrestleMania weekend yeah. about it. And, I mean, a great, a great example with Nakamura will be my wife, who is not a wrestling fan at all, 
but will actively watch Nakamura's matches, mm. and she doesn't know why. Yeah. She doesn't know why she likes him so much. She's like, she's like sitting there going, "It's not like I'm looking at him going, well, he's a looker.' Yeah. yeah, I'm just looking at him going, I, I, he's just entertaining. He just, just wants to it. watch him. Yeah, you just want to watch, and like not not necessarily like to the point of his actual moves or his, his actual the physicality of the match. From the second that he comes out, like the entrance music is just so it's on brilliant. point for so yeah, many people at the minute. Hmm. Like I, I don't know if it's something we're going to touch on, but there's some absolute bangers going out there yeah. these days. <laughs> yeah, there is. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. who's this? I'm buying the yeah. next yeah. WWE, the music volume. Yeah. Who, remembers, who could... remembers when WCW had um, like really bad knockoff music? Yeah. I was on the network. Raven and yeah. uh, DDP. Yeah, yeah DDP's yeah, 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 really yeah, terrible yeah. Nirvana cover. Yeah. <laughs> which, which now, watching back, all they've they've changed a lot of the music yeah, on the network, which is very interesting. Like Jericho has now on WCW his music from... From now, I think in the oh, WWE, really? it's got Brother Walls down. It's even flow. It's an even it? flow rip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, they've changed DDP's music to his terrible WWE music oh, that really? just kind of didn't really go anywhere. Um, but yeah, going back to Shinsuke for a moment, uh, uh, you speak about him being like super charismatic. Now, this is something that me and John, uh, me and Jim spoke about earlier, and, and John, when we were in a meeting. There are, in my opinion, only a few wrestlers in the world who are superly like supernaturally charismatic I yeah. think that it's kind of like with teaching acting you don't I don't think you can teach someone to act yeah. I think that it's something you learn as a kid because you play and when you play as a kid you learn how to get reactions from people you know how to like influence people you know what works uh, we're, we're very lucky that we're like Trent is naturally one of the, and I'm not putting you over just because you're here. We said, we said it when you're not. Thank you very much. One he of did the most say it naturally <clears throat> charismatic. You can't teach that. You ca- also can't teach what Shinsuke does. So when he comes out there, I, you could go, you could go to all the seminars in the world. You could be the best yeah. professional wrestler. You will never be able to recreate that sense of self. He knows his own brand, and he knows wh- what works for him. He knows yeah. what his worth is. So when he comes out there, he's actually portraying something that you go completely comfortable in your seat I compare it to like going to the theatre if an actor comes on who I don't think is very good I start to get like finger yeah. into the it's in, you know, you're going, oh something. this yeah. has got and you, your bum all starts doing the Pavarotti <laughs> thing yeah. and you're like oh I'm a bit uncomfortable when it's, and then you get an actor who's like fantastic and you go ah Shinsuke is one of those examples. I can watch a lot of wrestling and go, oh, I'm not so sure about this one. And then Shinsuke comes out and it's so... Safe, you just feel safe. safe. You feel like this guy knows exactly what he's doing. Even if it isn't a five-star match, he knows what his brand is. He knows how to sell himself. He knows how to work in a ring. And he's so confident that he could go to stand up on the second rope, slip, hit his head on the top turnbuckle, climb up again and go, no, but I did that with class. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, there's, there's, there's just something he does, and I think that's something you just, just can't teach. You can't teach what Nakamura has. At, right. at the risk of, of, of the wrath of Jim, can I say the first negative Nakamura comment on Tuesday, on, on Tuesday night? Jaw. I, I think he's amazing, but I, I've, I've, I don't get excited by his finisher. Ooh. I thought you were going to say. You're going to mention the name again? Thought, no, because no, no, we, no, we, we, we so covered the name a lot. Oh my god, we heard so much about the name. I thought you were going to comment on the uh, terrible, terrible bottom quarter of his trousers. <laughs> I'm fine with <laughs> <laughs> about it. Like, come on, guy, split side bell bottom. Yeah. What are you doing? I mean, Chris Daniels syndrome. He's so cool. Like Macamora is so cool. And then yeah. he ruins it with a pair of boot fit jeans. Yeah, like relaxed fit, like boot leg wide. I what think I've not you? noticed it because he's he's just oh. been knocked off the chart of most over worst outfits by the new 
by the club or, or the bullet. I'm not uh, feeling their big cape coats yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and, then, and, then, and then Diesel's old outfit. <laughs> Diesel's old outfit with a stitched on gas mask yeah. face. It's like, all right. I thought that at WrestleMania. Like, obviously, it's like WrestleMania. It's the biggest yeah. thing ever. But everyone comes out in like the spankiest brand new gear. Yeah. Mostly white. Yeah, I don't know why. I said, his finisher, for some reason, it doesn't It doesn't excite me. I feel it, 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 it should be exciting, but it makes me think of, of how incredibly exciting a, a super kick is a real simple hmm. blow to the head but for some reason I've not had that had that moment I, I think maybe that's with his knee because I, myself and Jim probably do, do trans well I've seen a lot of stuff in New Japan yeah. you, you've just yeah. been introduced to him yeah, yeah, yeah. so that the stakes for us yeah. of the bomber year what do they call it now the capital of Congo Kinshasa Thank you. Kinshasa um that the stakes for for us knowing how many matches he's had with such incredible opponents and how many different times types he's done it in the right. same way that I think if you had never seen Okada or Jimmy Havoc do a Rainmaker, you'd just be like, it's just a Rainmaker. It's just, yeah. it's, it, but if you watch a lot of Japanese wrestling, all of a sudden, that is... Yeah. I, I, especially any form of the, the strong style wrestling with everyone having 17 different versions of their own finisher that they can yeah. hit as well, um, is at the minute... But I, I also think as well, you, a lot of finishes in WWE aren't... I remember being when I was really interested in the late nineties when I was at university. It felt that everyone had a really cool finisher, yeah. and then a lot of stuff has been dropped rightfully for the right reasons. Yeah. So most head drop moves are, are bad yeah. now, yeah. so it's hard to actually give someone a safe a, finisher. A, a Kevin Owens did a great move on Raw this week that I was like, that should be a finisher. It's amazing where he kind of basketed the, the guy up and then the fisherman and dropped onto the knee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. as if he's going or yeah, any of the shoulder ones they so do. Adam Cole's finish. and just dropped it. Uh, Cole uses like, like a DVD onto oh, it, yeah. I think, uh, it was and just he a, does use a brain buster onto the knee, which is incredible. It was a really nice. I was like, yeah. man, that, and I love his 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 pop up power bomb, but I was still like, yeah. if you if you built that, that'd be a huge finisher because yeah. I've not really seen it before. It just looks so crushed you, up and dropped yeah, you've down. You've kind of nailed it there with the whole building it point. Yeah, you know, as much as like you say, we've watched so many so many hours of Nakamura. The kids it's and the been people built have and you know that it's a deadly. Yeah, they've just got to get this. They've just got to get to this point where are they going to start believing? Yeah, because every time he hits that that bomb, it's over. Knee, it's yeah. over. Are they going to start believing it, or is there going to be a point where we're like, right, you got to do the other one? Yeah, or you got to start adding this in. Yeah. It can be interesting what they do with finishes. In that, whenever um, uh, whenever Hideo Itami teases doing the go to sleep, fans like us go mental. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then uh, whenever. Um, uh, Sami Zayn's got someone sat on the top rope. You're like, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna do the proper brain buster. He's gonna yeah. do it. No, he isn't, because it's a really dangerous move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he isn't. Maybe, maybe the main event at WrestleMania one year he'll yeah. do it when he wins the title. But as he stands at the minute, that's not happening. And and we're all waiting for Punk to do the Pepsi plunge just once. Yeah, yeah. Going, go on, just do it once. Um, uh, do it on the Miz. <laughs> um, Pip, who are you choosing? Five years time. Um, I'm gonna throw a big curveball out here and and pick Sasha Banks. Mm. Who I think I, I, I think they've been I think her pop at Mania was huge and was really good and I thought she, she was g- g- going to take the belt there but I think realizing and again we'll talk about them is and his his win later I think the more you build the the heel champion to the, the time they finally lose it it being this huge thing mm. is is which I think is what's going on with them isn't it's amazing and I love seeing everyone on Twitter going it was a great match but why did they have to have the Miz? it's like <laughs> That's the best thing about the match. That's the way the match was amazing. Can't wait to talk about the Miz. I mean, wait. I mean, we'll get onto that. But yeah, I just feel Charlotte is going to have this hugely long run, and Sasha's been off for a bit and is injured, supposedly or potentially injured. And I think and Sasha's she's concussed gonna... at the minute. She's only out for like a week or so. Concussed. And again, I just think she's, 
yeah, I find her really exciting to watch, and I think there is going to be this shift of of the women building and building and yeah, there's yeah, definitely incredible. there's definitely a, a, I mean we've, we've we've done this with progress in that our, our next natural progression series is is for women yeah. because yeah. we've found that when we started the the audience for women's wrestling was very different to what the audience for women's wrestling is now yeah. um, over and part of it is to do with wrestling part of it is to do with UFC yeah. part of it is to do with Ronda Rousey being yep, such completely. a huge star mm-hmm. is all of a sudden you know female wrestling has been much more legitimised yeah. and there is you're right I mean it'd be interesting to, to have WWE do a pay per view that's headlined by a women's match. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see it. it'd be great for wrestling in, I, as a whole. I can it see it happening, but as said, looking at that potential change over five years, I can see that mm. being the thing because I think they've got the 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 roster as well. I think mm. they've already got really they've got so many and just there's yeah, a good girl there's a lot there. of really I mean, strong it, strong I mean, rivalries it, there as well. It is a, it is a thing to point out just how much. Um, Sarah Del Rey or yep. whatever her real name is yeah. has, has done for that company because yeah. since he's gone there the, the standard has just gone through the roof of women's wrestling and, and if you're if you're listening to this now and thinking who's Sarah Del Rey go and look her up go and look yeah. up what her, her, her matches and she was, she performed for Chicago quite a bit yeah, didn't she, she was, so, uh, I mean, honest, stuff's great as well yeah she, she was so absolutely good. wonderful um, uh, and uh, you know in my my list of favourite wrestlers of all time uh, Sarah Dorez on that, as is Manami Toyota. Mm. Um, uh, the two women who've not just revolutionised women's wrestling, have revolutionised wrestling with a lot of the stuff that they've done. Yeah. Um, and it is, you know, it's, it's de- definitely worth pointing that out. Um, right. So we're going to get to extreme rules. Right. My first point is this. This is something I did on the train, right? Um, how hard is it nowadays <laughs> uh, when WWE is PG, how hard is it for us to actually call a show extreme when. It's uh, if we're being honest, it's not particularly extreme. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was the first stipulation in the first match? The, the pre-show match was no disqualification. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was a low blow. It was yep. That was <laughs> it. Was Fine. yeah. Um, it, it's it's hard. Isn't it? And I look. I thought I'd look up some most extreme match types. Right. So while I was on the train down, I googled, <laughs> and it's a very specific uh, search term. I didn't look for anything. In America, I didn't look for uh, WWE or even the, the more fringe, more extreme thing. I didn't look at old ECW matches. didn't look for CZW matches, anything like that. All I did was put in ridiculous match types in FMW and Big Japan. Um, <laughs> God, I love FMW. Uh, and so these are a few extreme match types um, I uh, came up with. Uh, the Spider-Net barbed wire match. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Splatterfest. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> I've heard it been called that before. Spiderweb Splatternet Deathfest. <laughs> There's some great stuff out there. The old FMW, and then, but then the amazing. FMW ones get more yeah. and more complicated. The the consistent ingredient is barbed wire. Yeah, yeah. So you got the spider net barbed wire match. Yeah. Then you've got the no rope barbed wire double hell death match. Nice. Yeah, double hell. And then this yeah. is my favourite one: the no rope electrified barbed wire swimming pool dynamite double hell death match. Wow. Well, is you that the one with piranhas? You got to no, 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 no. Because that's in in Big Japan was the piranha and alligator death matches. <laughs> of course, because you have what, to have an alligator. What was that last one? What was that last one? That's Go the again. no rope yeah. electrified barbed wire swimming pool. Because they're dynamite they're, double hell death match. They I mean, loading time. They didn't bomb. specify if there's, yes. if there's no disqualifications. No, is that, is yeah, you can, imagine you set all that stuff up and someone just hits sort of the nuts and it rings a bell. It's a disqualification. Disqual- mate. Disqualified. <laughs> disqualified. Normal rules. You can use them that's just the setup. You can't. You can't have a closed fist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you think this is? I'm not sure, Trent, as, as a wrestler. What's <laughs> the most ridiculous? What's the most ridiculous match you've been in in terms of in terms of gimmicks or stipulations? Because I mean, progress. We're quite. We don't have a lot of them for reasons that 
I, I, we're not massive fans of them. I mean, you mm. have to have them sometimes. That they, they serve a place in t- the world. T- of tell the truth, Jim. They're expensive. Also, they're really expensive. <laughs> um, <laughs> Those tables don't come cheap. They don't. Um, let me explain ones. to you how we get our tables. This is a, an insight I'm going to give you. People think, oh, what do you do? Do you go to B and Q and buy some tables? No, what we do is um, we tell our hire company that we hire chairs from that we'd like some tables. We don't tell them we're breaking them. <laughs> we just take the hit on that one. We just go, we're sorry we broke some tables yeah. again. How much is the deposit again? It's only yeah. 100 quid. Which is, why, Send me. which is why when some of you some of you will have seen this on Demand Progress, some of you may have seen it on Boschamania, um, uh, <laughs> when, um, when, when we had the TLC match between the Sumerian Death Squad and the London Riots on one of our shows recently, uh, the reasons that the tables were shit is down to the fact that the hire company have got wise to us yes. and gave us tables that had already had the supports taken out. So they essentially gave us tables that were already broken. Yeah. yeah. They gave us seconds. Yeah. Mm. Like, if we'd have put a mug of tea on one of them, let yeah. alone Rob Lynch or Michael Dante. To, to be fair, I did look at a table backstage and it exploded. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's the most extreme thing? Because it's your body, and I, that's, yeah. I think that's one of our attitudes, is we don't ever want to ask... Often our more extreme matches are where wrestlers have come to us and gone, don't you think this would be a good idea? Rather than us going, all right, lads, we'd like you to go and kill each other. Um, Because it's your body and it's your career. Uh, I think there was a very brief conversation about it where uh, Rockstar Spud was talking about it last night, about the preservation of yourself and and that kind of thing. And it is obviously very important because there's arguably, I think, in this day and age... With you know the accessibility of people, you know you can watch everything that everyone does in thirty seconds after they've done it. Uh, the lifespan of a wrestler, I don't think, is as long. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there's a kind of fine line between getting everything in and having the best five, ten years that you possibly can, or just trying to stay f- as healthy as you possibly can. So there's a very fine line. I tend to stay away from any sharp things. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like is that in wrestling or in life? Yeah, just, just in, in life. Just in life. Yeah, yeah, so much. Did you see him trying to cut paper? He's got yeah. them kids. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. like soup things that are really sharp. I don't like edges. Yeah. You know, like, I don't mind heights, but don't, I don't go near the edge. Yeah, because that's risky. Um, <laughs> as far as pointy, spiky things, I'm not a big fan. Barbed wire, no, that's just for keeping people out. Um, <laughs> pins, that's if you've got no blue tack. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say this. I said, I said this. I said this while I was on Twitter during Extreme Rules, when Will Osprey won our title um, from Jimmy Havoc. I yeah. counted the pinfall. Now I counted the pinfall, and there was already drawing pins. Hmm. If you listen to America, thumbtacks—they're called drawing pins. Yeah. Um, there was already drawing pins in the ring. Now, interestingly, they weren't produced from a velvet bag that day, which oh. bothers me greatly. <laughs> it's the only Bad. thing velvet bags are ever. Only used thing for velvet bags are manufactured for these oh. days is is drawing pins. So there's drawing pins in the ring, and I thought I'd count where they weren't drawing pins. When I hit the canvas, I got one in my shin, one in my knee, and then when I counted one, one went in the palm of my hand. And wow. if you watch it back loudly enough, you'll hear me go, one. Because <laughs> the worst pain, and that's Damn. three of them. The, and the if knee, you think, the knee? Yeah, right There's in no the knee. flesh there. I know. It's gone yeah. in. Yeah. It's gone in your patella. Uh, it was horrible. There. It was horrible. Um, and and But because of the adrenaline, you don't notice it. And then afterwards, it's... It's bad enough from going in; they hurt. Yeah, it's pulling them out that's horrible. And I'm I'm presuming you've never ever no, had any errant drawing. I, 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 I steer clear of that kind of stuff. Um, can you I book mean, 
a, a, a Starbucks toilet match at the next, at the next <laughs> progress. Trent Seven versus Trent Seven Seven Starbucks. Yeah. First person to escape <laughs> or die. You'll we'll put a little yeah. bit of a gap under the door and every five minutes you keep shoving something deathmatchy in <laughs> yeah, scorpions. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like the piranhas. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, pi- like tipping pins and brushing them under the floor. Brilliant. Um, um, but as far as me um, putting myself at risk, um, probably tables. That's about it. And that, how do you feel about blood? Because uh, like we have we have a, a, a genuine no blood policy on our shows yeah. unless it's accidental. We mm-hmm. we specifically ask people we don't want blood on our shows because you will find in the world of wrestling there are people who will bleed if they have to. You will find people who n- never want to bleed, and that's totally their right, and that's why you should never be asked by a promoter to do something like that. And then you find people who like it a bit too much. <laughs> Yeah, um, and you are there's bound some, to have come across people who like bleeding. Yeah, there's some, there's, there's some thirsty people out there. Um, I, I think we've got to be honest with ourselves. And I said this. Uh, I think I was at a Nigel McGuinness, uh, a very similar thing to like yeah. the one that you do with Regal. There was a Nigel McGuinness one a few years ago, and I went as a guest there, and he asked me the exact same question. And I know, obviously, he's got his reasons. He's very much against it. <clears throat> as good as the main event of WrestleMania 17 was. Would it have got you as emotionally involved if there was no blood? So I think at certain points, at the right point, at the right time, mm-hmm. I think it's a gift that professional wrestling or this kind of this environment mm. has to add extra emotion and evoke that extra little bit of, um, you know, to make a difference to that match than any other match that was on the card. Sure. If someone if someone's bleeding in the third match and someone's bleeding in the fourth match and then someone bleeds in the main you, what's the point well sort of Mick Foley talks about that in his autobiography doesn't yeah, he yeah, of, you know yeah. wrestling for ECW when there was the Eastern Championship wrestling and every match people literally covered in blood because people just thought that that's all impact yeah. from it yeah if, and it, it, just, you, it just loses all kind of emotion I mean you know, you, you know it's, it's exactly the same in all walks if you go out there and you belt out your best jokes in the first three minutes yeah and then you try and do it again, like you, mm. you, you just—it's just you know—you you just kind of you're doing the fans over a little bit, yeah. to be really honest. Yeah, um, I agree. But placed in the right time, done properly and professionally under supervision with tested with people who have actually had been tested and just doing it morally right, then I think it's a it's a fantastic little tool that pro wrestling does have. I mean, I did notice. Right, I'm not showing off. I bought a new telly, right? Nice, Sweet. and it's 4K. <laughs> And Sweet. I was watching. It was watching it cost you four rules. grand. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big talent. Podcast game's going well, mate. Um, uh, and, um, <laughs> and I am. Um, <laughs> and I was. I can't buy curved telly. This is a genuine thing. My yeah. wife finds curved tellys like make her feel sick. Just looking at them. Right. Can't, no curves. No, okay. yeah. So um, I was watching. I was watching it in the Extreme Rules in the most high definition I think I've ever watched it in. Yeah. And I've never noticed. I've stood next to Devon Dudley, yeah. and I never noticed how an utter mess his forehead yeah. is until yeah. I saw him on TV the other week. Yeah, I was like, imagine. "Whoa!" The whole th- Abdullah the Butcher I've, kind yeah, of forehead. Yeah. That's, I think that's yeah. the thing as as well, though, is the whole Extreme Rules thing. Because that was like when I was online, the, the the few people I was getting who was were talking to me negatively about the event was exactly that. It's like, how can you call I it Extreme Rules? How can you have Extreme Rules? Yeah. And I was like, "Well, look, the fact is." Stipulations and tools and toys, or, or or whatever they call them, can enhance a match, but they can also distract from a match. And what we had at Extreme Rules were some amazing matches, in my opinion. Two or three that were some of my favourite in a long while. Yeah. And the match that had the most toys in, and you all know how much of a big fan I am of 
of, of Jericho's statements and shouts, which I've made notes of my favourites, yeah, was, was, was probably the match I enjoyed the least. And that was the Extreme Rules match. So if, if you're complaining, but then also you can acknowledge that they had all these different things that they could use and all that. Obviously, the, 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 the trying not to bleed and things like that. But... Yeah, I don't know. It's that thing everyone going, oh, we need extreme rules. It's like, no, you should be after good matches. And yeah. you've got some really good matches. This is the thing that I think we're, as fans, we're desensitised to it. Yeah. And and part of it is where I'm presu- I don't know, how old are you, Trent? 35. Really? Well, coming 35, yes. Did not, you don't look it. Yeah, um, thanks, mate. So, between us, we're all the right age to to remember the Attitude Era. Yeah. yeah. Right? Now, we were spoiled in that time, and especially if you were a super wrestling fan, you got an ECW, so you were spoiled from that point of view. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not great for the longevity of wrestling. I would The matches I'm going to go back and watch again and again and again, with the exception of The Undertaker, Mankind, Hell in a Cell, which holds a special place in my heart because when I got back into wrestling yeah. again, the ones I'm always going to go back and watch, as a rule, are good wrestling matches because that, to me, is, is timeless. Whereas I think the hardcore stuff we got really desensitised to back then... If we were all 15 years old, I mean, this would be a very different podcast, yeah. but if we were all 15 years <laughs> yeah. old, then we would find, like, if all of a sudden WWE wasn't PG anymore and it was R-rated, we'd find it mind-blowing. Yeah. But to us, even if all of a sudden WWE yeah. was no longer PG-rated, I don't think we'd find it as interesting. No. Because we're so desensitised to, I can watch that level of violence whenever I want. The internet exists. Yeah. yeah everything yeah. is more violent now than yeah. when we were kids. Everything. And I think... I don't know how you guys feel. I don't know if we're all a little bit desensitised to. to I think also, it the word is a bit of creativity as well, as, as well mm. right? As said, if if the easy way, if you feel the easy way is to get some blood, or, or not easy, that's disrespectful. But if if you can't get that pop of the blood or the crazy off the cage, then it means we get matches where they're having to be that bit more creative and and unusual with how they're getting that excitement. Yeah, yeah up, you'd right? like to you'd like to think that. Um, if there's an angle or somewhere where someone's a, a promoter or whatever has asked someone to, you know, to, to to bleed or whatever, you'd like to think that the guy would then try and book and organise the match um, without having to do it. Do you know what I mean? It's an absolute last resort. Even though the yeah. promoters actually do it, yeah. you can go out the ba- you can go there and sit down for ten minutes and think, is there a possible? And not just not just you know, like I say, for for self preservation, because you could you know, half the time it is just a little nick, yeah. and you'll just get some colour from it, and it's like, oh, this is that you know, this is good. Yeah. But can you, like you said, can you get to the point where you can actually just do that a little bit more physically, that you don't even need to do it? Yeah. Because yeah. then. Surely, there's somewhere else to go after that match mm, yeah. with this feud or this or this this angle or whatever you're doing. Yeah, because you know, for, for me, it feels like when someone's you know cut a guy open in theory. Yeah, you know, when someone has drawn blood from someone, like where do you go after that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you suplex the them. Thing? What are you doing to the outside? Off the top. <laughs> <of> the top. <laughs> You stupid bastards. (laughs) Into the electrified pool, obviously. (laughs) Filled with scorpions. It's not not there for no reason. Yeah, God, come on. Slide it out from under the ring. Who put that there? So on the the flip side of this, with you being involved with Shikara, Shikara's a PG product. Very much so. But a PG product aimed at independent wrestling fans, which is a very difficult... It's a very difficult Mm. line to tread. Um, I remember... um, Hearing hearing stories about like indie wrestlers who'd never wrestled for Chikara getting to wrestle for them in Philadelphia and places like that, and then going out and swearing like they would do normally, and yeah. having to go, oh hang on a minute, 
Oh, it's compl- this is completely different. Even yeah. if there's not loads, because I know sometimes their shows, certainly like King of Trios and that, doesn't have loads and loads of kids there. The, the no, crowd is very similar to our progress crowd. Yeah, I, I would say uh, Trios last year, I only noticed probably about 20, 30 kids out of what's eight, 900 people mm. that were there on, on the nights, um, which is obviously great because I, I, I don't mind working any crowd, do you know what I mean? But it's always good to just not be around. No, it's good to have a change from those people who just know everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I get that. I, I, I love them, and, you know, a lot of people... Are, it's exhausting. A lot, a it's lot not just from yeah, a Exactly, a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, you know, you're wrestling in front of the smart crowds and stuff like that, but, man, like, if you can't perform in front of the, the highest quality of critics, then, you know, you're not really testing yourself, I suppose. Like, That's a good way of I mean? describing it, actually. Mm. If, you, if, you can, if you can work them... Then you've done a job right. Not yeah. forever. Not work them until they go home and go, oh my god, he's dead. Yeah. You know, obviously <laughs> they understand that. Yeah. But if you can evoke the emotion from them during the match or during the show to the point where they want you to win and they're sad that you don't, or the or vice mm-hmm. versa, then you've done your job. If if that crowd is nine years old and they are like standing on the guardrails going, no, 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 no. please don't let him beat, please yeah. beat him, yay. To the point where it's some, you know, twenty-five-year-old who's got his own podcast called Hello, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, <laughs> called working, <laughs> working the headlock yeah, or yeah, some, yeah, you know, whatever. Who, who's who watches nine? He's got a subscription for the the network New Japan World. You know, every single mm, thing, and yeah. he watches every single piece of wrestling, knows every single move. If you can get that guy to react, yeah, that's definitely. when you've really yeah, done yeah, your yeah. job. Do so you know th- what I mean? This is something that that me and Glenn have discussed at, at length in the past. In that. When we put progress shows together, it's it's both. In some ways, it's easy because we're putting a show together for all adults, all all of whom are wrestling fans, all of whom think pretty similarly about wrestling to what we, the three of us, do. Yeah. Um, however, the 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 difficult bit then is knowing that all these people know it's a work, and they all still are on board with our storylines and trust us with them. That's that's the so on one hand we get them to go yeah at the shows but then we get them to invest in us as a company over the course of it of uh, however long of they course, come to watch yeah. us. That's Definitely. the really tricky bit. But kids is I went to uh, WWE in Newcastle and just watch it there was a 4-year-old girl in front of us who was so into it. Like literally so into it and I was thinking my, my wife being pregnant I was thinking I can't wait until I take our little one to yeah. watch wrestling yeah. and I want him to be as into it as I would have been when I was his age, it, it, and and seeing kids like that, you you, it is it's a really difficult skill for people to master, and and I think it's one that often in in independent wrestling, people are like, oh, there's kids there, it's a family show, yeah, but that's a that can be a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, if you can yeah. get over, um, an example I would use of this is I went to uh, I mentioned this on the last podcast, but I went to Kamikaze Pro in Birmingham, and loads of kids there. Yeah, and all those kids were super into it, and they were watching a lot of indie stuff. Yeah. So you know they're watching Zack Saber Junior, and they're all completely silent, just watching him, just going, "Oh my yeah. god, he's a genius!" Yeah, and that is that's well, the ability wonderful. to make that. Yeah, the ability to make that kind of transition from you know you bam 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 one two one that kind of frantically paced like stuff that really makes our blood boil. Yeah, to slow it down and 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 get. You know, a young fan who doesn't understand what a one is. Yeah, doesn't we, understand we, we, what. Do you know what I mean? That kind we touched of thing. on Panto earlier. Mm. Like it's the same in theatre. Pantomime is the first time a child will ever go into a theatre. They're not yeah. going to go yeah. in. They're not going to go yeah. and see RSC. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They're not yeah. going to go and see Buddy. They're not going to see We Will Rock You. They're going to go and see Panto. So if you insult their intelligence from the first time they go into a theatre. 
Uh, we want to make it entertaining. We want to make it right for them. But we want to play good guys and bad guys mm -hmm. because they go, I want to be Peter Pan. Oh, yeah. I really, really yeah. hate Captain Hook. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's the same thing as that kid you're talking about on the guardrail yeah. going, no, please, please don't go, 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 yeah. kick out. But that's, that's the first time you ever get it. If you get them in at that level, then it means that the growth they can have after having been by a, a four-sided ring or in a theatre, they now go back and they will they'll be excited about it. Danny Garnell's taking his kids to like the first... He's taken them to two all-star shows recently. I love reading his post afterwards because he's like, you just see them with their big foam fingers and yeah. they're having the best time ever. And it's great because in 10 years' time, they're going to be like, do you know what? I really do like this wrestling. I'm going to go on the internet. I'm going to find out more about it. And then over yeah. the next few years, they're going to find out about you know Trent Seven... Who's you know WWE World Heavyweight Champion? Uh, <laughs> 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 well, they go into like they're going to find out about it. By the same token, um, with kids, their first experience of the theatre is coming to see Panto. Yeah. Do you have smart pantomime fans? Yes. Who was who was who just sitting there going, oh, I want to, I want to, I want have written that punchline like that. <laughs> I had a wonderful, I, I had a wonderful moment this year where I knew there was a guy upstairs. Why does the hero always win? Who was yeah? <laughs> oh God, I really wish they put the heel over. <laughs> Why does Hook never get the finish? Um, <laughs> to be honest, it would be brilliant if they did. <laughs> Every kid just goes, yeah. oh. and his soul's just crushed yeah. and destroyed Good night, everyone. on the way out. <laughs> yeah. Usher's just, the lights go up and Usher's yeah. just like getting people out. I knew there was a guy upstairs. Oh, no, was Captain a... Hook's chasing them all out. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, coming for you like now. Bru We're leaving the like site. Oh, Jesus, seriously. Terry Funk with a flaming Damn. chair yeah. running through the audience. <laughs> we had a, we had a, a panto critic. Uh, yes, that they exist. Um, uh -huh. up in the seasonal work, though, isn't up it? in the, <laughs> the top floor. <laughs> you can catch him at any time of the day on August. August in, um, is casual. This is just fishing. Um, <laughs> where the top floor of Wimbledon went upstairs. My job, I was a pirate. I was just, you know, I was doing the, doing the <laughs> as you do. And I, we went with the audience with water pistols, and it was the scene where at the end of the twelve days of Christmas, like they've done all the bits where it's like. Everyone, 12 Days of Christmas is a wonderful thing for getting kids involved because it's like you start off with one pair of hankies one whatever and everyone tries to mess with each other on the stage it's normally three who do, do the, the, the gimmick and then the last bit is all of the water pistols come out and instead of fighting each other they all point them towards the audience and the kids go oh my god no because they're part of it whatever yeah. and you're actively involving them but you're going we're going to come to you you don't come to us it's like going like I would never advise this in wrestling when wrestlers go into the crowd that's a bad idea it's always 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 a bad idea but us going into the crowd with somebody like Jared so Jared was playing Smee and he's he is the link between the the uh, the cast and the audience right. he's the one that's the the engagement level like so he when he says the, the kids do stuff the kids do stuff so anyway go to the audience and I'm upstairs and I appear with this water pistol I knew there was a panto critic and I've got to be honest I've kind of checked out of theatre like I don't really care if people don't like me anymore I'm the Mikey Whiplash of musical theatre <laughs> <laughs> wherever, wherever you go there's a show with just a burning bridge outside and I'm like well won't be going back to that production company and I started, went into this reviewer and started spraying him in the face of this gimmick I like to think from one inch away <laughs> Three inches. <laughs> like, went straight up to him and was like, oh, and just pumped it in his face, so to speak. That's what she said. Yeah. And like, gave him the full barrel. He picked up his pint and threw it at me, okay? Kids everywhere wow. just like, oh, so it's fair game now. And I just got this barrage of calippos and, <laughs> and fruit shoots. This, and is, a very, this is a very different fans bring the weapons match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so, so, yes. so imagine Dave Meltzer writing Trent Seven was defeated by Calippo. <laughs> <laughs> by a Calippo to the free face. 3.45 stars. Just yeah. made him eat it Brain too quick. Or a Calippo. Yeah. Or a freaky foot. Um, we should probably start talking about Extreme <laughs> Rules. Yes. Um, right, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll throw, we'll do it in chronological order. I'll throw matches out there. Yep. You chaps, any opinions on the matches? Some of them we won't have as many. One of them will take up the vast majority of everything we're going to yeah, talk about. Yeah, we know that. Because it's wonderful. It's so good. Um, uh, so, pre-show, we had... Uh, I've written Corbin versus Ziggler, and I was thinking... When did Jeremy Corbyn get um, <laughs> <laughs> involved in wrestling? a hell of a match. Um, so Corbyn and Ziggler. Um, Corbyn, has, has, he, he must listen, because he's taken the Chris Jericho school of abuse, which mm-hmm. I know you're a big fan yep, of, Pip. Yeah, he's, um, he's started to get a nicely vocal. and Yeah, know. but it's often, you are stupid. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Again, abuse in the PG era is hard to... Unless you're Kevin Owens, it's hard to pull off yeah. with it having any venom or... Yeah, he's... Um, yeah, he, he's. I mean, it, the weird thing about this match, I think we touched on it before, is it's a no disqualification match. Big deal made out of it. No yeah. disqualification match. Now they didn't do much apart from a low blow. Yeah. Um, now I want to know the science of the low blow. This is this is pretty much going to be my main issue on this match. Yeah. Um, Trent. Yeah, I'm sorry to jump in. I just can't get it out of my head. Why is Ziggler wearing a top? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird. <coughs> Why? Does he, oh, is he I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even wear pants if I had the body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not just around my house. Yeah, to say out. I'd just be popping to ours. Yeah. Can I say brands? Yeah, yeah. Aldi for my bounce balls. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 79 pence. There's, there's, I'd there's, be popping up for there's them. There's naked Dolph. Absolutely. Just hanging free. Maybe yeah. maybe a pair of trainers. Yeah. There's a Ziggler. the body of Dolph Ziggler. But no, yeah. he's decided to now obviously switch the tights. And I know. Cut-off tea, yeah. And can we point out that Baron Corbin is not wearing a top yeah. with the belly button? Correct. Oh, the belly and button. also the worst trousers yeah. ever. Yeah. His trousers look like there was a fire at Jeff Hardy's house <laughs> and then someone stitched all the remaining <laughs> tights back together. Good call. If we take yeah, all of these burnt do. tights, we can make one pair. Yeah. But we haven't got any actual thread. We've just got rivets in order to put the patches on. <laughs> I think I mean obviously discussing this whilst watching it, um, just touching on Baron Corbin. Um, I personally think he would have a really really good future, but but that hairline, yeah, it's going to yes, cause issues. Is. What well, only he, the Taker can have that kind of hairline. Well, no, it's he's true. got Ambrose hairline, but Ambrose has gone with pushing it forward, yeah, <laughs> rather than scraping it back. Something that I am learning. You've got Ambrose's hairline. I have yeah. got Ambrose's hairline, but I quite I, I pull mine into the gap. Same. That's missing, and then oh yeah, oh yeah, you've got the same. So you do oh, the pull down, down forward when, bit, and then sweep <laughs> to the side. Oh, uh, when I for a long while had a shaved head, I left it long enough to show I still had a strong hairline, and this was a choice. <laughs> Good man. Yeah. Not that I've had to have a yeah. shaved head because yeah. yeah. I'm going bald. I was like, look, there's there's enough there to let you know you that this is. That this is I can have, I can have like hair if I wanted. Yeah, oh. he needs to. Your Corbin needs to go forward or not at all. Off. But will he look as menacing with a bald head? Well, he could. He, he could if he got, if he had a beard, another guy mm. with a beard, he could do the Bronson thing. The problem you have, with, as speaking as a man who shaved his head, the problem I had when I shaved my head is I am actually thinner than when I had hair, but I look three stone heavier. <laughs> with a shaved head, airline though. I have popping the bat, which is why I shave it. So oh, yeah. that's why. Well, you're a bit red, baby. You need to put some cream on that. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a low ceiling. <laughs> It's warm in here, isn't it? It is warm. It is warm. Um, but um, 
Sorry, back to you. But yeah, yeah. The, the, the science of the low blow, because the low blow that Baron Corbin hit him with was essentially an el- it was the ditch of the elbow to yeah. the groin and he may as well have punched him in the nipple yeah. like it was it was it was so yeah. deep yeah. it was it a reach around it wasn't it, was it? A d- yeah. I'll call that a, I think that's a good one like visually for the crowd like okay then right, there's you two. can really see yeah, that oh low my blow god yeah. he's he's bicepted him in the balls yeah. <laughs> two two part question for you Trent go first of all how weird a training session is it the day you learn to do low blows <laughs> Because <laughs> there's got to be a point where you're sat there. Yeah, yeah. So they were sick buckets around. Every, every going, lad's oh, like, what are we learning? To, what are we learning today? Uh, going to learn how to moonsault? No, we're going to learn how to do low blows uh, today. Sweet. <laughs> I can honestly. It's one guy, and it's like, yes, yes. yes. This it. is what I signed up for. Why is he always erect when we together. do it? <laughs> yeah. um, I've uh, I've never had a training session where I've practiced low blows, <laughs> but I've taken numerous, uh, and I mean sometimes they come a little bit. Tight. Have you? Sometimes, they, sometimes they're just like, oh, that's good. What's What's worse? What's worse? Taking a low blow or falling <coughs> testicles first onto the top rope? Okay. Here's the thing. That, <laughs> this is good. I'm glad we, these are these are good stories. Good <laughs> um, I will. I'm glad. The, there's certain things, and I hope every wrestler has this because you should do because it's self-preservation. There are certain things I don't think I'd do in the main event of WrestleMania. Right. <laughs> Crotch myself yeah. on the top buckle, right? Because yeah. there's kids that have lost balls because of this stuff. You know the the the, the, the metal rivet, the, 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 the yeah. straining screw yeah. thing, right? WWE have got a little bit of padding on it, maybe. They take. Know. I noticed the other day they really tape over it, don't yeah. they? Yeah, like you fall on that. Oh, really? I can't even imagine the pain. I'm like, actually crossing no my legs, legs and we did, yeah, we, got, we did yeah. it. We've all yeah. kind of like moved into slightly. There is. There's a kid. I've, on, I've on opened my legs wider. I don't know what that's telling anyone. Really? ICW lost a testicle. Did he really? Yeah, he lost a testicle. Ouch! And this, it was on one of the uh, Fergal Devi, um, uh, uh, documentaries that came out. <laughs> he walks into the venue. He goes, "Oh, how you doing, buddy?" And he goes, oh, "I just lost a testicle." Cool, okay. right? Yeah. Yeah. And today I, we're doing uh, ball shots. I, which I, is I horrible. speak from experience. So no crotching. When I used to skate, I remember thinking I'd try and like grind down a rail, which I've never managed to successfully do because I couldn't skate. <laughs> and I I landed just nuts first on oh, the rail, and, it, and just, it's and it's the worst, the worst. Like when you're pain. watching them things on YouTube, and like your whole like thigh quad ball area just tingles and whizzes. <laughs> this is completely unrelated, but. But my brother sh- showed me a video at the weekend of a guy doing, going down a, a rail, yeah. grinding down a rail. Yeah. I know the terms you skate kids <laughs> use. Grinding down a rail, in, but into a, a river at the end, which was not that exciting, but they were doing it. But the brilliant bit is it goes a few seconds longer and then he comes up holding a fish. <laughs> <laughs> so he does, he grinds down, goes in and he's like, oh my God, and he's just caught a fish over his head. Everyone, Amazing. send uh, at Jim Smallman at Scroobius Pip Yo. Uh, make sure you send us that. That's uh, yeah, find that amazing. Clip. No. Find that clip, send it. It's so That's good. Uh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> what were we saying? Um, um, crotching, so yeah, crotching, crotching, horrible. You weren't uh, impressed yeah, with the crotch really shot, essentially. So I'll, I'll, I'll try and make something a little bit cooler out of it. Like, I don't know, super kick me and I'll, I'll go on my belly on the top rope and then drag me back up. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't like that. You've got, you got to look after um, yourself. What was the other thing? No, it, it was just, it was just w- which was worse, you know, having a... Because having a, I'm, I'm fairly sure if someone's... You know, you've probably got more hurt in the testicular region by accident than when someone's probably tried to do 
a low blow or something yeah, like that. Yeah, um, in the early years, um, when I used to do leapfrogs, things like that. <laughs> Uh, when I, when I used to do leapfrog. Oh, that's the one. That's class. <laughs> and also, watching it on some shows as well. I've seen it before, like, live in the Brilliant. crowd, and you're just like... <gasps> and it's just like the guy just hasn't ducked low enough, and the guy hasn't jumped high enough, and it's just... Bah! <laughs> I'll be first. And he's not looking. The kid's not looking. He's running. He's like, head down. <laughs> you should be down about here. He's just bang, and the guy... Oh, and he just folds into this mess on the floor. An awkward two count. <laughs> <laughs> um, second match, well, first match on the show officially was uh, the club. Oh, it's just you sound like a sandwich. Yeah. It, it's, it, are they? Are they? Are they? I mean, I, I didn't get much of the vocals from it. They are referring to in, as in the a club. kitchen with about forty people. <clears throat> but do they call them the club? Yes, because they because they were. Good Brothers, when they were a tag team with AJ, they referred to themselves as the club. Was that a couple of weeks ago? And now it's just full scale. The tag team are called the club. AJ went into a dressing room. Yeah, said the club on the door. I'd have gone Definitely with Biz Clears. Okay. That one that the young bucks use. Yeah, That's good. Yeah. Biz Clears. The Biz Clears. Or maybe call yourselves Bulletproof. Oh no way. Um, <laughs> you mentioned that there's some bangers on the music front mm. at the minute. How do you feel about the club's music? Because I'm. I'm not a massive fan. Um, I mean, I haven't listened to it enough times to put it into the banger category <laughs> on, my, uh, yeah. on my want list for WWE Music Volume 366. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, We all bought them in the 90s, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I even had the fake one that you WCW know, did. Yeah, you know the green one that yeah. had like Jericho's first theme on? Oh, Play that if again. you can somehow, somehow make a beat involving any of the old school WWE That's the way, music. right, yeah. surely. <laughs> Capitalise on this. Yeah, you can all work together. Smash There's it. some really good ones. Um, so, um, I mean, I, I thought this match was. Uh, there's one big thing I like about this match, mm-hmm. and that is it's not uh, it's not the club who I already liked because I've been watching them in New Japan for ages, and, um, and they are they are great. They're fantastic wrestlers, both Anderson and Gallows. I like the new dimension to the Usos. In that they're not completely happy, smiley baby faces anymore. No, they've got a bit of an edge to them. They're, yeah. they're messing it about a bit, and it's it's that whole vague battle of of of, of Roman v AJ with no real heel or no real baby face, and that's that's mm. bled across into the teams and families involved. That it's like right, they're they're all kind of good bad the good guys are kind of hated because the crowd don't or the smart fans don't it's it's this really weird thing but it has has brought out the usos that there's a bit more than just oh yeah their face paint and and colorful yeah and i think it it just it gave them license to be a bit more aggressive and a bit like they they cheated in places yeah which they haven't done for years they they just look hot at the minute like when they're in the when i mean especially those four but when the usos hit the ring it looks like something's gonna go off yeah doesn't look like we're going to have to just build another tag match to to them doing the dive. Like it just, yeah, it was yeah. just that match was just pow, 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 action, action. Yeah, and, and also all to the outside, all doing super kicks. Talk about the gimmick as well. Torna- yeah. We haven't seen tornado rules Ooh. since SmackDown versus Raw 2009 for the PS2. Because <laughs> 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 tornado tag rules, are, like that's that's, uh, I mean, it's it's lucha really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. The lucha um, rules, yeah, yeah. But but it was it was an interesting dynamic because. You're kind of expecting the breaks and you're expecting the referee to step in, and it was just kind of like, okay, these guys can just, just go to town on each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it just did. It did. Get, it, it definitely gave it a different dynamic. And I, I think the other thing with the Usos is the Usos look hard. Mm. Like, they're Samoan. 
They look yeah. hard. Like I've watched Ride Along. They don't look hard to me at all. <laughs> when I think when they're in the ring... I've they heard look... them call each other oos. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't really embody me with, with, with fear. Come on, oos. Yeah. What? what, mate? Oos. Um, which one are you? <laughs> but no, they but... don't even know. They yeah. call each other oos. <laughs> That's how vague they are. Are you Jimmy? Which one am I? Someone else uses the will. Me or me or him? Him, him or me? I remember <laughs> having this very a very weird thing happen where um, I was giving the Sumerian death squad a lift to the airport. <laughs> to hell. And they... To, to, for their flight back. Where they, they, they lived. To hell. It's hell. <laughs> Here comes hell coming down the mountain. And, uh, to hell and uh, back. Dante and Tommy... Highway to hell. Sorry. ...have known each other since they were nine. And they call each other Frank all the time. They both both oh, really? have each other Frank. And it's weird. Like, if they're in it, because you're like, there's not in the car called Frank. Yeah. Know your real names, Frank. neither of you are called Frank. <laughs> Why are you calling each other Frank? And it, it, it just, and I asked them about it, and I just went, oh, we've known each other for years, we should do it. That, but there's something infinitely cooler about the name Frank over Oos. Oos. Yeah. Frank, Oos. You've got this Oos. What? <laughs> yeah, you two Oos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you kids. No, Oos. Do you travel on your own, yeah. guys? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the worst Brady Bunch ever, wouldn't it? Just yeah. everyone saying Night Oos. Night Oos. Night Oos. And then Rikishi just dances in. Oos. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised there was there was one of the one of the smarkiest signs I tweeted about this right at the start of the show it angered me one of the smarkiest signs I've seen in the crowd ever someone held up a massive sign right in front of the hard camera that just said uh, it said uh, push Kane on one side and then on the other side it said turn big show and I imagine whoever wrote that sat down and went that is properly funny that is that is going to get me the respect that I sorely deserve. That was yeah. definitely going to get on botch. That was hipstery, that wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was like I- irony. Yeah, and, I- and oh, it looked just ironic signs. Um, but if you wanted to be funny uh, in that match and hark back to any form of wrestling history, someone at some point will do this. Someone needs to take a bell along when the club are wrestling and ring the bell when Gallows is in the brilliant, ring. That brilliant. Is, yeah, why yeah, has yeah. nobody yeah. done this yet? Would have been even better in the Tokyo Dome if we were in New Japan, so I just did it. Just someone there with the guy who supports Portsmouth, who takes the bell with him to all the games. Right. Him. Right. Just send him along ringing yeah. the bell. The tattoo. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, someone needs to do that with the bell. I'd, 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 I think he'd laugh. I think. I think he would. to break on, on out a, to give a little giggle. Show, and go, he's definitely going to come, come into on. the crowd and shake your hand. That's, yeah. that, that's, was, you know, that's how much he's going to love it. Or, I keep jumping around and, and ahead on things, but on Raw this week, there was a bit that I was amazed at the commentators for not laughing. Because as Cole <laughs> was doing uh, some kind of plug read, Kevin Owens just really loudly went, Shut up, Cole, I can hear you from here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he just went quiet. Oh, and he went oh, quiet, and they all went quiet. And I was like, how then they must have because they didn't cut the camera to them yeah. they must have been away from the mic just giggling because it was just such good timing in particular as he was doing a you know the commercial paid reads that people get annoyed yeah. with Cole for having to do their bits like shut up Cole I can hear you from here it's the last pay-per-view where he wrestled the match and then just went and sat down with the and did the comment oh I was in bits and, and, and the point, I think it was in, in that same one in the match, he would, was flipping out and flipping stuff and knocked JBL's hat off, then picked up and went, sorry, I got carried away. <laughs> and put the cat back on the table. He was like, sorry, that was our line. I got carried away. <laughs> I was like, who, so so uh, funny. who would you prefer to win out of this match then, Kevin? Because it was like the number one contenders match next. He was like, you. 
I prefer to fight you, to be honest. But I can't do that, can I, Michael so Cole? So carry on ruining commentary. Shut up, Cole. <laughs> uh, anyway, so what he yeah. needs to do is at least once he needs to say Kevin O's needs to say the line. I hate everything that you say, and I didn't even speak English until I was fourteen. He's so good. Next match: uh, Callisto versus Rusev. Um, I love both these lads. I I love. Uh, I love Callisto because he's tiny and insane. I love Rusev, although Rusev has now become more American. Did anyone notice in yeah. the in the pre-show? Him and Lana were doing. Bear in mind, Lana, who's actually American, has got more Russian. Yep. And Rusev, who is actually it's Bulgarian, s- softened. Had, sounds like he's in an American teen college drama. It's it, it, he's become very American very quickly. Well, she has, you know, in the past adopted those kind of Saved by the Bell jackets that she wore to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All that was missing was AC Slater and Zach Morris. But um, yeah. I'm going to talk very briefly about Lana because um, I watched a little bit of the the, the pre-show interview they did before. Yep. Those two, I, I know, I understand that they're they're, they're a couple. But they are brilliant when they talk together in sit-down yeah. interviews, like properly. Mm. I never thought he was very charismatic. Oh, he's, uh, he's and great, he is isn't Incredible. And also, with the addition of the the knee pads, longer hair, he now and looks boots. yeah, he looks boots. like a proper threat. He always looked kind of mm. like a gimmick wrestler before. Yeah. The, and, and, I, and I get it, I get what they were trying to do. Token that, generic foreign heel. Yeah, kind of like, you know, like, like I remember drawing wrestlers as kids, and the one thing, I, I, whenever I drew, like, drew Yokozuna, I'd get to his feet did and you, be like... Did you ring Yokozuna and go, let me draw you like one of my French girls? <laughs> <laughs> one of my Samoan girls. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to pretend you're Japanese. Yeah, but why not? And is that panel <clears throat> or is it actually a bottom? <laughs> Every one of us believed it. <laughs> totally. We may sit here mocking ourselves now. Totally. Oh my God, I'm never going to Japan. I don't want to ever go there. Look at that fat um, So those two were absolutely brilliant with each other. I, I, I like new Rusev, but I, I must comment on this because I never really fancied Lana when she first started. Right? I was used to think, oh I used to say God, the, case, one of these the real MVP of Raw was always yeah. Lana's ankles for having to get into the ring and those amazing heels. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I know it's heels more than yeah. I watch. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I saw her uh, um, at a party at WrestleMania and in the flesh, she is unbelievable. Like She is an unbelievably attractive girl. If she was to go down the training route that a lot of the girls have gone down the PC, she has the potential on the way she looks and her charisma. She could be, you know, we're talking about the, the star mm-hmm. in the next five yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. She has the potential to be utterly massive. She has a very interesting ring entrance. Go on. That whole That's leg, what she said. That leg thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she's a trained dancer, of course. She's yeah. ex, ex theatre. Uh, so she oh, that's why. A, that's why you're putting her over yeah. again. Yeah. You <laughs> theatre yeah. for a PG company. It's a very interesting. This is when she uh, like you can mm. see things. <laughs> <laughs> if you pause, yeah. you can, <laughs> if you pause the network at exactly the right point when no one else is around. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the long show, I, I like new Rusev. I like where this is going. Rusev now seems to be like... That's that's what I really liked about this match, though, was him being that he did seem scary and yeah. he did seem like this this dangerous brute. And I, I liked the 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 kind of the finish of it seeming like an injury and, and, and all that route and him just being that, yeah. And I fair was... play to, to Kalisto as well for the trust the two have obviously got with each other mm. to allow him to contort him like that because yeah. you, you know better than I do so when you're working with somebody and you know that they go another inch something's going to go here uh, he Kalisto is 
a remarkable athlete. Like, yeah. the stu- like yeah. I mean, literally just before he got signed, he did a show in Wolverhampton uh, at Fight Pro, and he was electrifying. I watched him at Dra- uh, Dragon Gate. A, a wonderful, wonderful human being as well. He's a lovely kid. And uh, he, he, the things he can do in the ring are fantastic. However, watching the finish mm. of that match, I... I don't think anyone's that bender. I think, that, I think right. I, it looked to me like that was a bit too much. Right. I don't think he had to go that far. You saying he doesn't do DDP yoga? Because this won't <laughs> be a wrestling podcast unless someone says DDP yoga. I'm saying he hasn't got a spinal column. If yeah. he can do that, yeah. well, I, I tweet That's it. that prince. It's so <laughs> <laughs> never leaves the house. <laughs> doesn't need anybody else near him, does he? No, I, I tweeted. I tweeted that at the time. Um, with them working them, I did a, a fake them working their match out with which is uh, which is Rusev just going. Uh, I'm going to put you in the accolade. You're right with that. And Kalisto going, yeah, I've got another spine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't worry about it. Just just whack the back of my head off my feet. But it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, it, I mean, I've watched when I went to that uh, WWE house show in Newcastle. It was interesting watching Kalisto the only person who took more than two bumps because the house show yeah. you got to work every night you take it a bit easier yeah. he was bumping and bumping and bumping and bumping mm. and bumping and bumping and he's bless him I think very much like Rey Mysterio his career is not necessarily going to last forever yeah. with that attitude however if you sit there he's he has single-handedly taken Rusev who people had forgotten about a bit had been stuck in a, a, a faction that no one really cared about and now everyone has gone oh my god he, he killed him mm. yeah, and that yeah. is that is down to yeah. Callisto being the sort of dude who's like what's that I'm going to make people look good I'm going to make people look good and hopefully it's hopefully it's going to mean that you know he'll he'll end up getting more opportunities it's always going to be difficult for him because he's he's what 5'4 five, 5'5 five, five, so mm. he's going to struggle push, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's very very little he is yeah. Um, but yeah I mean just ridiculous talent and he, he did make Rusev look like an absolute monster he did um, 100% belt switch looks positive going forward for Rusev I think like he, you know, touching on what you said he he looks like a world champion there Cena wins it next week and he was exciting <laughs> as a champ he was exciting as, as as the US champ before that was a really good run of him being mm, this yeah. un, unbeatable yeah. and that was him brute. and Cena as well wasn't yeah. it? Great. Yeah. it was a great feud great and, um, yeah. he came out in a tank yeah, yeah. He exactly. did. Let's not forget. You just automatically must win something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You win at life yeah. Yeah. if you come out in a tank how do we feel about the crowd in that match because Bearing in mind, this is a match uh, on the Eastern Seaboards in New Jersey. New, Jer- New Jersey is, in theory, part of wrestling's, certainly WWE's heartland, certainly the more vocal fans. Yeah. Um, but the crowd were, for big portions of this show, dead. Yeah, I thought mm. they were pretty cold all night, to be honest. Now, why do we think this is? Is it because, again, this whole it's built as extreme rules... Uh, it's built. It's built. You know. It's because the word extreme is in there. They're expecting absolute carnage in every match. And then, if you ask me, that the end of the Callisto Rusev match, that yeah. accolade being yanked that yeah. hard, yeah. that to me is up there in terms of wrestling visuals with yeah, uh, Tony Blanchard, Magnum TA, the the piece the of wood in the yeah, eye, yeah. and like it, it is. It's a terrifying visual. Mm. Really was. And yeah. you watch that, and just that is an unbelievable visual to see. But is it that? we can see it on TV we've got a close up of it and the fans there aren't necessarily getting the full reaction I was going to say as stupid as it's, it, it, it sounds because of the size difference for a, from a lot of angles it's completely dwarfed you wouldn't mm. have look, you all, wouldn't all you're have seeing is Rusev yeah. Yeah. because he's so small and there's so, all you're seeing is Rusev and you're not seeing 
the contortion underneath. On a bigger it? scale, you talk about the crowd and where well, they were slightly soft with their reactions all night. I've got written in block capitals at the top of my notes here. In your file of facts. In my file of facts. <laughs> Old school, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> Thank you. Leather bound. How are we friends? It's, it's leather, it's, it's leather that, Is that the complimentary pen that came with it originally? No, it's not. That's one of my own. I stole that from a hotel. Um, <laughs> on the, th- <laughs> the top of my, uh, my list here, oh my I've God. got steaks. And that was the problem, I thought, with the entire show, is that the steaks were not big enough. And yep. the problem was, when you're a crowd, if you're going to extreme rules and you're expecting ah, explosions and all that stuff, and you go and the wrestling on as a whole, it kind of matches happened, mm. but the stakes never Didn't felt. There, were, there, yeah. there, were, there was no real blood feud. There was no. Uh, there was no like uh, real interaction with people who we knew hated each other. There's the Kevin Owens thing and Sami Zayn's there, but it was. It was there with other dynamics, so we didn't have that. So I think the audience kind of sat there, and if you just put that card in front of me as a, as a paying punter in the the arena, I, I would have gone, yeah, that's okay. That's mm. it's, it's a yeah. it's a it's a good show. Also, it's only three weeks build as well. It's only Which three is, weeks. And it's so build. difficult you know, to do that in episodic TV. On oh. what you said regarding the the, the geographical lo- yeah. location for the show, maybe there's a link there where oh, I'm never ever going to say that it's. Or booking or anything like that because it's a WWE it's the best ever because we still watch it <laughs> every day <we're> <laughs> and forever. talking about it on yeah. the podcast yeah. um, but maybe putting those kind of like you know maybe it's that that old mentality of oh it's the extreme one stick it on the west coast uh, stick it on the east coast yeah. Philadelphia the New Jersey the yeah. hardcore fans and then when well, it's well, not extreme not, well, if it's not that extreme why don't you give it to the people who don't get that then yeah. And then it would and then, seem a bigger deal, and it would, yeah, they would react you. to it better though, because they. It's a great point. Th- this yeah, a this great West point. Coast over here hasn't seen Spider Death matches, and <laughs> you know all this kind of stuff and these extreme. What did matches. you call them earlier on? Uh, Splatterfest. <laughs> I'm taking that um, from today. But yeah, like you know that that whole East Coast was brought up on the you know the whole extreme, you know the IWAs mm, yeah. and the CZWs and that kind of stuff. So don't give them it then. Yeah, give yeah. them really high quality built wrestling that's got a story to it. Though they have to invest. Yeah. If they don't invest. Well, they're wasting their money, aren't they? And that's... They could have put it in a bigger venue in a town that they don't run as often and everybody would have clambered for tickets to see a pay-per-view. Yeah, because... I, I, I think that... I think it's things right that logic. Is the value yeah. coming off of, 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 of pay-per-views, though? Because of the nature of there not being pay-per-views anymore because the of the network, network and yeah, the nature right. of the fact that Raw is three hours, Extreme Rules was three hours. So well, it's like... It's, the pay-per-view it used to be, oh, it's the bigger show. It's like, it's like there's now three hours every week. It's funny you say that. Mm. So, so much wrestling. When it you know, panned back, you know, it always does Which, again, I think is, 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 is fine, I want to add, as well. I thought with like the people who criticised I think it was Roadblock was it I thought that was a really good I event that it didn't mean great. anything yeah. it didn't mean anything but it was some yeah, really was good great. wrestling matches you it's should like just go well that was nice rather than oh what did that change and what's this new era for everything as yeah. well did they do the Brock Lesnar thing in Japan the Beast from the yeah, East yeah. Yeah. I like all these things that don't mean anything but it's like they're, they're really good against Kofi Kingston wasn't it I think was that right yes it was good booking I'm joking. Um, <laughs> you mentioned about the arena. It panned back and did that whole thing. Like, oh my god, look how many people are! Yeah. But if you know venues and not specifically venues, but the way that venues are laid out, they had at the most half that arena. Right. Mm. Now, obviously, it might be a massive arena. Yeah. Ar- arena, and they still probably sold yeah. fifteen thousand tickets. Mm-hmm. But from the view I was getting, I was like, that's half an arena. Do smaller, more intimate Do- venues like yeah. that's an interesting. Go back to the old entrance ways, like yeah. Like the house, like everything. the house show entranceways, I think are great. Yeah. I really love them. Road but listen, we've we've had this discussion myself and Jim about uh, demand. Pro- 
Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Progress. So, so our online network, which sometimes people go, you know, oh, you know, get the stuff out as soon as possible, get stuff. We've, there's an issue, and we don't deliberately keep the, the, the product late coming out. But it's normally about five or six days after yeah, the show. Yeah. So then if you really, really love the product, you'll go to the live show. Yeah. Everything in the WWE now points towards the network. It yeah. doesn't necessarily point to house shows. It doesn't even That's count. what I liked about, um, about, about Joe winning the belt. On, a on house a house show and, and it, loads of people moaning because you generally know that the house shows nothing important again nothing important is going to happen you're going to go there you're going to see yeah. it but it's not, and that was like oh god there was a title change yeah. and it, I guess again it's the difference between NXT and, and I mean they're, they're very rarely pop up but they're so well received absolutely yeah, they, they did an IC swap with Santino Morella I think yeah once, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah they did it with Edge and amazing. Bret Hart won his world title. Bret Hart won his world title on a high show as well, and uh, I mean that the buzz that that created for, for us. Yeah, but also, yeah. but also, but also, the wonderment for the normal fan goes. Well, how do I watch that then? Yeah, why can't I? See? You can't see that. But, I, I, but no, it just happened. You can't. It's something that happened, and you can't <laughs> see it because you weren't there. But, but this is. But the where thing. can I watch? No, you weren't there. Yeah, but, no, were. I know that. But where can I watch it? It's like, there, it's then done. it's, it's, it's yeah, someone's he can't. That's clip, beautiful. Video clip from like the fifty-sixth row that you can watch that on. It's like, oh. but when we when we put progress shows together, our, our shows are geared up to the people who bought a ticket. 
even yeah. though we've got more yeah. online subscribers than people who can buy tickets yeah. the shows are geared up to, the, up to yeah. the live show because 100,000 hours of video have been watched yeah. so far if that good good start because if the if the live show if the live show audience aren't on board with it our shows would look our, our shows I think our shows would always look good because everyone we use is, is, is very talented however the atmosphere makes the shows stand above yeah. above where they are and and I think if you take the atmosphere away by not concentrating on that live crowd, you're always going to take something away from your products, even when people are watching on television. You can't yeah. just pretend those people aren't there. Mm. You know, and it, I didn't think the atmosphere was was weird. And some of it is to do with the, the structure of the show, which we'll get to in a second. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to take the first ever Tuesday night draw toilet break, if that's okay. So you guys keep going. <laughs> I was going to do it discreetly, then I was like, no, I'm going to... It's your network, mate. I know we've got a match before we get to the one that the rest of the podcast is going to be about. So, <laughs> so, so Basically, that's Pip saying that the next match is not really that great. <laughs> no, <I know. laughs> I've, got po- I've got notes. Well, I've got a question for you when you get back. Um, so, he's gone, let's talk about it. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> lovely beard. He has got a lovely beard. Um, you said about desensitisation. I think that's a massive, massive point of wrestling. And I think that also reflects on the comment on the comments we were just making about how fans are enthusiastic about going to shows or not because hmm. you can like everything is so accessible yeah like uh, it's and it, it it gives you so much it gives you such a, a wider scope to be able to go on vimeo or pivot share or all those kind of things that have got you, you know you can just click play and watch progress and that's fantastic and they and, and it's money and it's good and it, and it keeps the company going but people are naturally getting lazier. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. will naturally travel less distances to shows. And for me, this is the thing that I get really scared about when, you know, there's so much online content and there's so many, there's so much, the network is just so good for someone who wants to spend £10 on the entire history of the WWE. Yeah, and other companies. I sat there, right, going through the back of, like, Power Slam magazine, reading the things about Coliseum Silver Vision home video, mm-hmm. going, oh, my God, if I won the lottery, the first thing i do is buy the entire VHS back catalogue <laughs> of WWE, or WRF as it was then. Yeah. And I was thinking, imagine if you had that from the purple all the way in, you know, the purple. Yeah. Like, yeah. All the way in, lined up on the shelf. Oh, my God, that look amazing. And now the network's £10. I've got access to all of those matches for a tenner. What's and it th- used to be like 20 quid of... Do- WrestleMania 4, double cassette. <laughs> I, 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 Don't I, mess I, around. I bought the WrestleMania video box set when they bought it. Yeah. Bought yeah, out I got the got because I worked on HB, I got a discount. I bought it for me and a mate chipped in. And that was even with a discount over 100 quid. I, I remember buying that. For a load of videos. And, and, my, and then it's like, oh, well, here's the SummerSlam box set. And you're like, match made in heaven, match yeah. made in hell. Here's all my pocket money for six years. Yeah. <laughs> like, you would just get it and you would go, you were like, this is the best thing ever. Put it in. Play, watch it, oh, a little bit of tracking. That's good. <laughs> you know, we sound like, you know, marathon yeah, but you're right. that yeah. crap. But, like, Elbow it's fruits. so true. It's like everything's just so accessible for the fan nowadays. And, and that's why I think it goes back to what we were saying about like, the different crowds that you're working in front of. It's so much more of an important job as the wrestler and as the performer uh, and as the MCs to get the crowd really into the show. Like you've got to get almost every single person in that venue to fully invest in what's happening, yeah. because then they'll come back. If the WWE could employ, uh, and this is my my fantasy employment for the WWE, uh, and this is you know, the companies working for are perfectly fine. That's fine, but 
the WWE employed Jeremy Borash, I honestly think that the the, the individual shows and him as a hype man, he's brilliant. The shows he is unbelievable. So and I nick loads of my ideas off. Yeah, he's, 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 he's the best. He's, he's, he's the, brilliant. The, the absolute best. And I think that's uh, even from us having gone to shows yeah. recently. NXT, everyone's hyped because we're all wrestling fans. We know there's going to be amazing wrestling. When I go to a, a, an, an O2 show, so like a, like a house, a house show on the what used to be the Raw brand, the SmackDown brand, occasionally the show will just kind of start. Yeah. yeah. And you get an announcement yeah. on a screen. You don't feel like there's somebody there like like you do and like I, I do in Endeavor going, come on, how much do you want, do you want to see some wrestling? Do you really want to see some wrestling? I'm really getting people into it. I don't feel that at WWE right. shows at the You moment. said you're quite a, f- a big fan of Shikara, so you all know who Gavin Loudspeaker Indeed. is. Indeed. And present company, you know, accepted. He's the best MC, he's the best ring announcer I've ever heard. He's brilliant. He's a, he's a, he was on... He's absolutely the heart and soul of the show. And the wrestlers come in and they almost it almost feels, as a wrestler on the shows that he's on, like you're just filling in for him <laughs> amazing he's, amazing that's great he's incredible he's got so many ideas and these selfie things and these tombolas that him and Quackenbush have all thought off of and like the, the crowd interaction in the Chicago shows was just absolutely incredible and how he possibly speaks after day three of trios is just beyond me <laughs> yeah. he's shouting his tops off he's sweating he's on the top rope and people are just like oh, yes he's a genuine bona fide rock star but, yeah. but also and as well you have to be part of we were talking about this before I am definitely part of I am definitely part of what we do because mm-hmm. partly because I'm very invested in it. I'm not an employee. It's me. It's me company. Yeah. You know. But we there's big elements of of what we do that I, I know that I am the public face of it, and I have to be enthusiastic about the company. And people pick up on my enthusiasm because yeah. it's my actual company, yeah. and that's a it's big genuine. part of 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 what happens. And I think I think with NXT, I think WWE have thought more and more and more about generating the right atmosphere, even down to the music they play before the shows. So they're playing music. In they play music in the venue that is getting people more hyped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. So at, at, at UFC events uh, before the main card starts, they play this highlight reel that's been edited a few times now and updated of um, of previous hu- matches, but t- t- over Bubba O'Reilly or with Bubba O'Reilly over the top. Okay. And uh, every time I hear it in the background as an event starting, as I'm watching at home. I get excited because of having seen that and it's it's put together so well and it builds up to a big slam on the big drum beat and things like that and it's it's great having those things that, it, that get everyone in the room but going you, you, this is this you is know happening. from like from us yeah. now I can't hear the imperial march yeah, yeah. Uh, without then wanting to hear started from the bottom yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm now Completely. cultured yeah. even in my own company to go it goes Imperial March started from the bottom for whom the bell tolls yeah. and then there's wrestling. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and literally, yeah. this my, is what's happening. my heartbeat will start to get more faster, mainly because I'm, I'm sat on commentary going, oh God, what am I going to have to cover? Um, <laughs> but like it does, I start to get jacked up about it and I think our fans do as well. And the, the level of cheers, it's almost like the, the, the cult the, to do it. The fans know there's a certain level of cheers for the Imperial March, everyone sings along. Then start from the bottom, that's Jim's bit, that's where he walks around a little bit. Yeah. And then once we hit for whom the bell tolls, you're like, like, shit's going down it's, now. It's now it's yeah, happening. Yeah. That's, but it, but it's all stuff that it's not hard to think of that sort of stuff no. to make an atmosphere better. But maybe it's something that's being overlooked because at the top end, maybe of, of the the company, that people aren't going. They're not going to the grassroots, or maybe then they're they're, yeah. they're not quite in touch with the grassroots mm. of people who are it's going. Weird one, isn't we it? would like yeah. this. There is a heavy concentration on uh, on in ring quality. 
yeah. at the minute, especially as far as WWE goes. I, I personally think, I, I think it's almost at the peak it was when I remember the Attitude Era just being yeah. unmissable. Yeah, you, you couldn't miss a Raw. Yeah, like you would like, you would go, you would probably go Raw, then straight into Nitro on the rerun of Nitro, and you're yeah. just like wrestling is the best thing ever. Yeah. And the WWE feels like that. I wish it did have a, a competitor that was a remotely similar level, but it doesn't. Um, but yeah, like the, the 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 buzz behind the matches is really good. But like you say, I I I, I do think they're missing something in the hype, and maybe that's like mm. you touched on before. The crowd were a bit flat, mm-hmm. you know, over there. Well, maybe they need a hype man. Surely as well. There's there's, there's going to be some towns, and you'll know it from wrestling, and you'll know it from performing. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some towns you go to, and, and the audiences just aren't as yeah, just I'm aren't as receptive, as, as, receptive yeah. just aren't as over the top, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, to do our first listener question to lead into the next match, yeah. which was the tag team title match. Um, uh, just Pip, can I have an update? Is is Xavier Woods officially our friend yet? Um, I'm convinced every time he talks about his DMs being open, he's talking specifically to me. Good because. We do DM each other every now and then. Yeah, we, I, I want him to be my friend more than anyone else ever. He's um, so cool. I've literally, I genuinely have him. Uh, last time I spoke to him, I was telling him about the arcade unit I've got in my studio at my house now, and I want him to come around and uh, and beat me up on old arcade games. Oh my god, this is the best. Um, <laughs> Sorry, this is literally the best. Um, so, a uh, question from uh, Francis Reyes. If you ever want to send a question, uh, I'm at Jim Smallman on Twitter. Use the hashtag Tuesday Night Jaw. Um, uh, uh, this is from Francis Reyes and William Paul. Two different people sent the same question. Who's going to win the tag team title belts off of New Day? Uh, who are our predictions? Mine out there first, the club. Just because I don't think you can get pushed like that and not win a title, I, ju- I just think that's Cass who they and win. Enzo. I think it's Enzo and Cass. Yeah, I think they'll build the big. You know, they build the, obviously they're building the whole ring ring come back, but mm. they've got such a ridiculous amount of momentum right now, I've, yeah. I've, and, I've, and a lot of emotion now from obviously course, the unfortunate I've, I've, thing that happened. I've loved what they've done with Cass and how he's held it down on his own this mm, time, but yeah. I was gutted that you didn't get that. But I, I wish they could have done that without using their music. Because I just feel with Enzo, like, like when Enzo got injured, I felt the next time that music drops and he runs out, yeah. the crowd, it's going to be a 1990s Legion of Doom pop. It's going to be <laughs> in, insane. But then the first time it happened and Cass just came out, and it was like, oh, this is cool. So when Enzo did end up coming back, it's kind of like, oh, you know, it was yeah. still exciting, but it would have been so good if you just hadn't had that music drop until yeah, the, he's ready he's to come back. The ring and ready then, to start a program. Yeah, and then yeah. The, yeah, someone, yeah. I yeah. think uh, I agree with Jim. I think it's going to be the club, and the reason why I think that is because they lost to the Usos. If they hadn't have lost to the Usos, I might have uh, thought that they weren't going to get they didn't it. Lose to see, the Usos. Oh, sorry. Did, uh, no, in the. Um, oh, sorry. Because <laughs> because they won. Is it the, uh, the Usos? The Usos? The Usos. No, hang on. <laughs> no, actually, the. the um, uh, th- there was a very valid point somebody said to me today for going are the Usos now on that that, that turn uh, to to going not the Reigns route but are they going to become so threatening as a uh, like a heelish kind of tag team that that somebody upstairs goes actually these guys would make really really good keels because good you, you look yeah. at the way mm. the New Day didn't get turned they just became yeah. baby faces because they were cool because um, you shouldn't let heels do you cool see, things yeah. you <laughs> well, see 
this is my yeah my, we'll get to that in a bit yes. my issue I, I don't think the club have gone over as much as people expected I think they are over but I don't think they're we're as over as that for something yeah, yeah. exactly we're, we're, that's we're, it. we're but, waiting for but, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we all know what we're waiting for yeah, yeah. 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 someone else to come out with them and go yeah I'm stamping these guys but but again, yeah, and if the they do it raw. again it's just that weird thing of yeah. them holding off a lot and going te- teasing you with it and then yeah I think what happened on Raw is going to mean that it's it's imminent now yeah you'd hope that you know, um, well, so two two for the club. I think the club. two for the club. Two for, two for Enzo and Cass. Do we think Enzo and Cass were going to win the titles before Enzo got injured? Yes, I think they were. I think potentially, yeah. I I, I would agree. I would think so. I, I mean, hope. you you can't deny like whatever's going to happen when Enzo and Cass and New Day get in yeah. the ring at the same time and just be able. It's going to gonna be so go. exciting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> May I offer a question to everyone? When Cass was on his own. Did anyone, and this is coming back to a, a charisma thing as well, yeah. and, and, and working the cameras and being confident on the mic. Did anybody think he looked lost at times? He's got a bit of a look away. I, th- I yeah, I thought, a little bit of a. Oh, oh, I not, thought I'm, I'm he did, quite he sure. did not, so much better than I was expecting. Right. So he was above expectation for me. But exactly as you were saying before, how <laughs> ironically you can't teach that. What a last line of episode. Cheers, guys. Thanks for the night, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to flip this table and go. Um, <laughs> no, it, it 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 felt that he was he did really good doing what Enzo would have done just instinctively. It felt like he'd practiced it well because again, like like when he was having to get on the mic and ins- insult people, I thought. I was surprised. I thought he did some really good lines and they yeah. worked well. But did you it, think it felt rehearsed? It did feel rehearsed, then, but then... I felt I don't know. I, 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 I felt he, he pulled it off. I felt he did a good job, but he'd rehearsed it really hard. If you know what I mean, he yeah. really prepared that. And whereas yeah. you feel with Enzo, the uh, and Jim's yeah. already told us the story. Like I, I absolutely adore Enzo. Yeah, taught he, you yeah. taught you your New Jersey. He, accent, he did indeed. He? He's my accent teacher. Oh, amazing! Um, <laughs> which is There's some yeah. funny videos. I'll show you later. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, there, there's there was moments where uh, with Cass you were just thinking that's the moment where Enzo steps in and goes, actually I know what to do here yeah. because he's a performer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think of Enzo Mori as a professional wrestler yeah. or even a, a sports entertainer. He's a performer. Yeah. As you were saying before, stuff. he's one of the natural charismatic guys. Yeah. One of the guys you, you, you literally like you said you can't. Yeah. Teach, so he, he will always go out there and regardless. <laughs> <It's> still <laughs> brilliant, mate. Yeah, I'm literally <laughs> still brilliant. Really. Um, Thank you. But he's he's going to go out there and, and he's going to give you value for money regardless of whether or not he gets dropped on his head or does a mm. dive to the outside or whatever because yeah. you don't want him there for that. He's he's the clown. You, yeah. you could, there's plenty of people taming the lines later on. Yeah. He's the guy who comes out and he's the clown. And I think that him, him without Cass... I think would struggle, but again, I think I, I, I think where he is the clown, but then the thing he's he's nailing in his development is just learning to sell really well. You're and exactly we mentioned that right. in the first yeah. one, like his selling yeah. is through the roof now, and that's perfect for his role because in that tag team. That's what he's meant. Yeah, he's because, Ricky Morton. Yeah. Well, he's Ricky in, in Morton. This, in this group he is, he is yeah. the most modern Ricky Morton ever. <laughs> yeah. I like I like the f- I'd really 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 just like it if they just left them together. Yeah. Don't split them up. I don't think it's But just, it's, just work, work it better like that because when small guys come out of tag teams, I just f- feel sad for them. I was, and I, I just think it's such a hard... I mean, I was, I was thinking a similar... Unless it's, you know, the world the world's best, you know, wrestlers. Like, yeah. he hasn't come from that kind of pedigree of Daniel mm. Bryan, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He wasn't a Ring yeah. of Honor champion. Yeah. He wasn't, you know, that kind of, like, super indie darling. He is a performance centre graduate. It's it's, you know it's I mean? it struck me in the match we're talking about, and again, it's been a, a fair bit recently that that um, 
a big E is is pulling out. He's he's doing some big spots and really having these these standout moments. And it feels the obvious one that if there's going to be a a, a singles run, yeah. Big E's got that potential. But at the, despite seeing that, I still just sit there going, please never ever break up the new yeah, day. Please them. never ever just leave them together let, forever. Let leave Enzo and Cass together forever and allow this tag team thing to be yeah to take over. Um. The next match in the chronological order of things. I, I just need to mention quickly because I thought of you instantly. But the Vorder villains, they've got they've upgraded their coats. They have upgraded their coats because previously you said all they've done to become <laughs> bad guys is put coats on. Now their coats are styled in yep. and they're tailored. It's like there you go. They've, they and know they they're definitely bad guys now, and, and they've got a full costume change they, rather they, than they see what's in the look, cupboard. They didn't look like. Uh, Vorder villains though they looked like when they came out for their entrance especially because of Aiden English's hat yeah. they looked like extras from the Will Smith film Wild Wild West yes, <laughs> yes. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Well, like, <laughs> you do you've got to love that Desperado. you've got to love that effect though when yeah. they come out yeah, yeah it's <laughs> there, great it's, yeah, like, it's golden it's like a bit like that old NWO the flashing one yeah yeah, 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 I, yeah, always yeah look at it, I always look at that and think I know exactly whose idea this was I, I, he's never said it if that's not William Regal's idea, oh, knowing what he's yeah, into, yeah. knowing yeah. the sort of yeah. like the, yeah. the, the variety and stuff like yeah. that, yeah, he's got to be him. Good um, good right, this four-way match. Oh, it was rubbish, wasn't it? Um, yeah, skip on. <laughs> skip <laughs> to the next one, yeah. Um, I, I wrote this the other night. This is the best indie match in WWE history. <laughs> you sent yeah. me that message during That's the pay-per-view. Great. It is yep. the best, in, and it's not meant as an insult. I'm an independent wrestling promoter. I love independent wrestling. It is the most indie-like WWE match, mm-hmm. not just on an NXT show, on any show they've ever done. Yeah. It's it's literally finisher, spot, spot, finisher, all over the place. And then it has a bit of WWE thrown in yeah. because the mm-hmm. really hated heel champion, who, let's be honest, right, Right, here's the thing. I got people, I know that you got people tweeting at you, yep. I got people tweeting at me, Glenn probably got people tweeting at him. Um, people just going, yeah, but why, why is The Miz in it? Why couldn't it just be oh, the other three? Because so The Miz, exciting. The Miz is the best heel in the WWE. He is, and, at the and, moment, my favourite wrestler and, and, in the WWE. And not even that, the fact that it's it's building that when he loses it, it's going to be such a big moment. That's what's exciting about face. it. He could have lost that like, numerous times, but the fact it. is it's building it up. Because so, I thought on this match, with the three others involved, I thought this is probably the point he yep. loses it. And that's why I was so excited when he didn't, because it's like... Oh my! They're going to go bigger than this. This is like the best match I've seen in years, and they're going to go bigger for him losing it. And also, you look at the immediate thing that the first thing I thought was, well, it's because the other three are going in Money in the Bank. What Mm. happened last night on Raw? All three qualified for Money in the Bank. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, alongside Jericho and Ambrose, meaning that five of the people in, out of seven in Money in the Bank are ridiculously good. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's I mean, looking wow, smart. Be yeah, already. And this is the thing. I, I, I don't. And, and feel free to tweet me. Uh, use hashtag Tuesday Night Joe and, and and say if you don't like them, if you legitimately don't like the Miz, and I don't mean Boo is a heel. I mean you you cannot stand him. Tell me why. I'm not going to give. I'm not going to get into an argument with you about it. No, but I, I want. I, I, I genuinely want to know. I'm going to step in. Don't rate him. I'm going to step in now and say I will get into an argument with you at Glenn underscore Joseph, and I will explain <laughs> to you why the Miz is the best wrestler in the WWE and why he is money. He is the single best performer at what he is told to do. In my opinion, in the company, right. he gets himself in situations and has maintained. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. Is the best line I've heard in years yeah. because you can't help but hate there's nobody out there likes The Miz yeah. nobody out there apart from me yeah. who goes I really like that man yeah, he's doing his thing, job mate. so perfectly you you like him but you won't go to a show and cheer him would you 
No, because I'm not a dick. <laughs> because the whole point is that, that he's he and I want this is something I'm going to come up with later on. I want to introduce this like a proper behaviour bond, like you have in comedy clubs. Mm. I want to introduce a behaviour bond for wrestling fans, which is if you really really like a heel and loads of you do, mm. you really like, I, I love. We've had this before. I yeah. love Kevin Owens, right? Yeah. Love Kevin Owens. If I was at a live show, I'd boo Kevin Owens. Do you know why? Because he's doing his job right, and he's what he needs to hear it. is people booing he's him. No, he doesn't want me going. I really appreciate your work. He hates that. Yeah. He wants to be booed when Jimmy Havoc was our champion. He hated the two people who cheered him every show. He hated it. Hated it. If you if if you listen to this now, if you there's a heel that you really like, boo that heel as vociferously as you can because that is good for the world of wrestling. Yeah. Boo him with a smile on your face. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And a wink yeah. in your eye. <laughs> um, I don't like you. Is this is this the best match of the year in WWE? I, I'd I say it is. Just from start to finish as well. Just those that start that was unexpected of just eliminating two mm. straight away was just like just 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 speechless from that point on. So you could have this great singles match for a minute, and yeah, it, it was it was relentless. It wasn't. Off the top of my head right now, I can't think of a single match that was better. That I, 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 Nakamura Zayn is the only yeah, one that's close to it. That, that, I that's think the triple threat women's match from Mania was pretty good. Yeah, that was also yeah, that was actually one that came to mind. Really, good really good match. So, good shout. But, but regardless, better on a second viewing as well. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 See, I haven't given it a second viewing, so that's interesting mm. to know. Um, I think that regardless of whether or not it, it is the best match that they, they've had this year, um, it's certainly a move in a direction that for me makes me a little bit more excited about the WWE as yeah. a whole because mm. they're now putting matches that previously would have been reserved for NXT yep. and with guys who've come through NXT on a, a main and I'm not saying that every match has to, if every mm. match was like this but it would be it'd be stupid the, 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 show, key, the key part of that being a move in the right direction is we've spoken of how quiet the crowd were not in that match. No. In that match, uh, you got the this is awesome chance constantly. You got constant a reaction not to always oh, gone through a table or always. Oh, do you know what I mean? Not to these things. It's so so it, to, to that end, it does suggest that they put that on there, and then that's the one that got the crowd going. Is it not think? just a move in the positive direction for the company? Is it a move in the positive direction for fans? Because does it mean that fans now are going, actually, what we want is this. We don't want what we've been provided for the last 10 years. And I'm not saying that that's a good or bad thing, because you know I don't want people to get hurt or people going out to kill yeah. themselves just yeah. for people's entertainment. Yeah. But is it the fans saying, actually, do you know what? We, we like the pantomime villains. and we, we like Yeah, the, a bit. In, in, in the real world in the moment, you know all them fans, the whole stadium was on their feet at the end of that match, were still walking out tweeting going, that wasn't Extreme Rules, was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, they were literally oh, had yeah. the best yeah. moment of their life going this is so good I, they barely used a weapon the, yeah. the, the angle I'd just, just slightly deflect on that like obviously uh, you're talking about the crowd maybe uh, and I'd like to think this is the reason the four guys in that match um, and, and no offence to them is because once again the pedigree that he's come from is very different to the other three but the fact that the other three came up working crowds from 50 people and make, having to make them very excited, mm -hmm. then making crowds of 100 people extremely excited, and then growing and growing and growing and growing mm. and growing, and having to only use the tools that you physically got there and then, rather than nine hours of packaged, super slick videos yeah. and, you know, feud vignettes that make me cry. Like, they, you know, on the Indies, you don't have that. And I think that's a skill that a lot of the wrestlers, like people like The Miss, who've come into wrestling... You know, at the or the absolute peak of you know y your trade, yeah. um, they might miss like when they're booking their matches. 
Yeah. So the, the, the hot start, you know that that Sami Zayn and Kevin Steen probably sitting out the back going, this crowd is dead. Like, <laughs> yeah. what we, let's not lock up. Um, let's not powder to the outside. Uh, from the hot start, do you mean the actual start or Cesaro ripping off his suit? Because, man, that's a good start every time. <laughs> God, I love that suit. <laughs> I think the other thing about this, like, uh, someone mentioned it to me, uh, like, we've got to be honest, the music and him don't work. This whole Bond thing, but that music yeah, doesn't yeah. work. I, I, that's I, totally weird, yeah, doesn't that's go together yeah. whatsoever. Should give him a Dell. So the thing is here, <laughs> apparently, not Sam Vin- Smith. Yeah, apparently Vince has just gone, no, 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 if you take away his music, they won't get it. Like, <laughs> or something like this, where yeah. he's like, no, no, don't change his music, the music's that's classic. The, they, they know it's Cesaro then. Yeah. And like, apparently everyone's like, oh, because changing music just never works. Leave just leave it. Just leave it. <laughs> but yeah, I th- I I'd like to think that the crowd came up for that match because the three guys that are in it know how to work a crowd mm. when you've got nothing else, no gimmicks, no mops, no cage, no yep. thumbtacks, no pins. You've just got to get everyone in the building believing in everything everything that's happening. And I'd like to think that out the back they went, "Yeah, this crowd's dead. And, Let's do something super cool said, at the start." Yeah, just. Give me your finish. But it doesn't have to be these big high risk things as well was the most exciting thing. Because again, on a, a load of podcasts, you hear people say that the This Is Awesome chant has been the most damaging thing for wrestlers' bodies because they're trying to get that chant now mm-hmm. and it's it's all dangerous stuff. Cesaro doing his multiple kip-ups just got the crowd just going yeah. mental. It's like, no one is at any risk there at all. But no. he's just going bang, 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 bang. And it's like... He's just getting damn, tired. Damn, what's going on? This is exciting. <laughs> this is, you know, really you got you going there. I, I always think it's interesting with Cesaro in that uh, word is that he's always been pegged by Vince in particular as as not being a star, partly yeah. because he's not the greatest talker in the world. He's a fantastic talker when you consider how many languages he speaks. Mm. Um, he's not the best talker in the world. He is one he, a tremendous worker. Mm. Uh, mm. He, he, he's an unbelievable athlete. He, he just you look at him and he's think, a big guy. Oh my God! You, I mean, you are you, you. You, everyone knows that he's, you know, people. He's renowned for being the strongest man in WWE. Yeah. Mm. Um, he just, he looks a million dollars, and I think now with the whole suit thing, they've actually given him something that is just a little bit of a nudge towards having a little bit of a gimmick yeah. to separate him from other people, and then he can come out and do the cool stuff in the ring because he's got so many spots within his arsenal that pop a crowd he's got his pop up upper cut which, which pops people he's got yeah. the giant swing he's got, he's got loads he of does stuff. loads of weird like just as you said though just strongman stuff on, on Raw this week he got I can't think who he was against who was against on Raw but he got him up for a suplex and held him and then it was the Miz and on lowered them and went to put them down and lifted them just to show how so incredibly strong, strong he is just let them go when near to the ground and relift it's like that's just that's circus strongman stuff. It's amazing. When the Miz was coming out for his entrance, they cut back to the three lads in the ring. Cesaro's doing push-ups. Yes, yeah, that, was, that was nice. Yeah, 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 was nice. Doing push-ups again. Everyone in that match always being on as well. So when Cesaro ripped off his suit, Kevin Owens was applauding. <laughs> yeah. Was it was in the ring applauding? Nice. And they said, "You cut back," and, and Cesaro's doing push-ups. All things like that. It was like as as exactly as you said. They're playing that whole room. They're yeah. not l- looking at who the camera's pointing at. Yeah. They're going, I'm going to do my push-ups now to be the, the strongman guy. I'm going to applaud for the four people at the front front row who are going to notice me mocking him. Was the, uh, and this is a very, very quick thing. Does anybody think, and this is leading back to you, you can't teach that thing. Yeah. Does anybody think that there's just something missing from Cesaro or does anybody think that it's the imposition on him from external sources rather than him 
as as a, as a performer not quite having everything that it could be to be a world champion. I think physically I he's think got everything. Missing. Um, I think there's I nothing missing. I think exactly when that split with position. Hayman. Yeah, I think devastated. I thought that was it. Oh my god, Cesaro, the yeah. guy who everyone says hasn't got any talking games, got the best talker in the game. Yeah. So now you're putting the best athlete with the best talker. Mm. We got Brock Lesnar Volume Two. Let's go. Let's run yeah. with it. Well, well, let's. And he's a bit cooler than Brock Lesnar as well. Like Brock yeah. Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's like a hick. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Brock Lesnar is is throwing a cow over his shoulder on his farm yeah, now. And it's yeah. the best. Yeah. It's um, great. But what, Sable? On a related note, right then, it's the question I've just thought of now. Out of the four lads in that match, and just quick, don't need to go into massive reasons about it, but out of the four lads in that match, how many of them do we think could be world champion? I and mean, one already has, technically. Yeah, I think we should champion. remove him from the. Because um, he won't be world champion again. He's might too, be. I think he's too good on, on in the lower card uh, being a character that's a foil to people yeah. on the way up. Okay. And the fact that he had the title in the position and the timing that he did has built that so perfectly because yeah. he just keeps harping on about how he's yeah. a former yeah. main yeah. eventer of WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Owens. Yeah. I can see Cesaro as well. I can, I can, I, I think he Cesaro has Cesaro over Zayn, even though Zayn's... Yeah, Zayn's I can got, see Cesaro Zayn's over Zayn. got the Daniel Bryan thing going on. Yeah, but that's, but that's a good thing. Yeah. So realistically, all three of them could potentially be world All champions. three of them could. If Me personally, if I had to pick one that I think would definitely be a world champion after that, it's going to be Kevin I'd Owens. agree, Kevin Owens. I think yeah. the problem with having the Daniel Bryan thing is it will now feel like the Daniel Bryan that thing. they're yeah. trying to. And I've, yeah, I've I got that all, yeah. all, already from Sami Zayn, that it feels like it's the... Yeah, they're, they're trying to re... As soon as Daniel Bryan was, was out, we, we suddenly... It was bad timing, but as soon as he confirmed he was out, as, as Zayn was coming back, and it's all... It felt like he's a plug-in. Here's yeah. our new one. Next question. Um, this is from Mark DeLeo. Um So, first of all, who do, it's a two-part question. Who do we want to win Money in the Bank? But also, we need to identify the two other people who are going in it. So, spoiler alert, and if you need to be told, you've probably already read it anyway. Sami Zayn, Cesaro, uh, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose are all in... So it's five of them. They are all in the Money in the Bank match in three, four yep. weeks' time. Two more people are qualifying on SmackDown. One of them will not be because Callisto's got his. Re, I thought Callisto would be in it. Callisto's right. got his rematch yeah. with um, Rusev on Rusev. SmackDown, so it's not going to be him unless they make that mm-hmm. for Money in the Bank, which okay. would mean Callisto would have to win it. So, um, or so, some kind of shifty finish. Yeah. So who do we? And obviously, it can't be the people who got beat. So it can't be Miz, <clears throat> AJ Styles, Apollo Cruz, uh, Dolph Ziggler, uh, and there was one more. Um, so, who do we think is go- who do we think the other two qualifiers are going to be, and then who's going to win it? I, I was going to say straight away, Owens is going to win it. I was going to say of the people in there already, in my books, he's the only one that can because mm. you've got to have a heel having money in the bank because it's a sneaky way to win the title, right? You can't. You, there have you, been you, baby faces, but it's harder it, to do. It's a tougher one to do. Much harder to do. A, a Jericho, I don't see them having him as money in the bank for a year and being in that. T- no. Whereas Owens, you can see him having that case. For ages, yeah, picking threatening his time, people, telling out on people, yeah, during the main events, S- like and sitting there when he could cash it in and not cash yeah. it in, and going, nah, I don't fancy it today, you know. I mean, I- we've got to, we've got to be sure that Shelton Benjamin gets in it. I'm going to make a Shelton Benjamin reference. We've no, got, no, we're not getting sure Shelton Benjamin gets in there because you know who else is going to do it? Or um, your man, Kalisto's best friend. 
Sinkara. Sinkara, yeah. I also, this is my bold prediction, and I've been pretty good with bold predictions. I did predict Leicester City will win the Premier League. Um, um, it didn't count because I did it as a joke and then it happened. Um, is Kevin Owens will will win it, then he'll cash in once Roman Reigns loses his title to Sami Zayn. That, mm, that'd be a pretty... Excellent. That'd be... Yeah. Sami Zayn, yay! Streamers falling from the ceiling, yay! Kevin Owens comes out, pop up, pop up, yeah. wins the title. <laughs> I, I think that it probably will be Owens, for, for the reasons already said, but I want it to be Ambrose... And I want him to cash it in at the end of the show for, well, not, not at the end of the show. I want him to basically go and roar, puts the case down and goes, I want that at the next show. And I want the main event to be, what what, what pay-per-view will it be then? Uh, I'm not sure what's after. It's uh, not SummerSlam, is it? SummerSlam's August. August. Well, I think the SummerSlam main event is going to be Reigns versus Rollins versus Ambrose. And this would be a good way of doing it. I mean, I mean that'd be—it's it's <clears> not <throat> going to happen because it's too big. But that'd be a hell of a story to play into to Ambrose's craziness of if he won Money in the Bank there, and the main event of Money in the Bank is Reigns versus Rollins, Rollins now. Him, if if he just it, yeah. went straight away, nice. said, I want to be, in, I want it triple threat now. Do you know what I mean? Straight uh, yeah, like, yeah, on yeah, the no. night, not even a cash I mean, in as on a the fan, night, just as he's won, holds pop. it up and goes, but business, I'm cashing this now. I'm in the main event. The, mm. the main event is triple threat. Yeah, you are shooting yourself in the foot, which is why I'm excited. I wouldn't have more. And it play into his craziness. Play into his crazy. I'm crazy. Like no one like, in the world thought I'm Seth Rollins was coming out. Of I like the idea of him as a babyface, literally putting it down and going, "I don't want to do this sneakily or whatever." I'm telling you, when I, I'm, yeah. there's the contract. Which is how oh. we've done title shots in progress, isn't it? When baby faces have earned them. Yeah, is. maybe maybe I'm, maybe I'm coloured a little bit by mm. that. And he goes, right, and I want it. And then we get to the, the, the triple threat. Do and you? then because I think that if the if it's already been cashed in, then it allows them to do a Money in the Bank at WrestleMania next year because nobody has the, the briefcase. And that was, in my opinion, I think there should be a Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania. I think it's one of those matches that you just kind of go... Yeah, okay. If the, if, the, if the if the case is gone, it allows six eight guys. I know they did it this year anyway yeah, with, yeah. with with Ryder, yeah. which by the way was the best moment of the entire night as somebody who was there. Where literally yeah. I grabbed Katie and we just jumped up and down, for <laughs> <laughs> just going, "Oh my god, this is why I love wrestling." <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. But um, yes, you, for the reasons you've already explained, it's probably going to be Owens. Mm. Um, I had a love for Jim's theory. I think Owens will probably. Cash in on on Rollins when Rollins wins the title, and then we'll we'll transition into a Rollins uh, Owens feud. Um, the next question from Jay Love because um, the four way was tremendous. We can't mm. deny the four way was tremendous. Amazing. Uh, and I'm aware, you know, we need to talk about the rest of the show before we wrap this up. And this question is uh, from Jay. He says, "I love the pay per view, but thought the Asylum match slowed things down. What do we think?" Now, is this is the analogy I used the other night is. Once I was doing a show during the Edinburgh Fringe Festival mm-hmm. uh, where I was doing a, a multi-act show where everyone's going on to plug their Edinburgh shows. Uh, I was on uh, last after Daniel Kitson, who is one of the <laughs> yeah. greatest comedians walking the face of the earth, one of my heroes. He went on, destroyed the gig, and I had to go on after him. And I did fine, mm-hmm. but I wasn't Daniel Kitson. That's the main problem with this match. It was fine. And it wasn't that four way. I think what's happened as well is n- the the brass didn't predict that four way because there's been a habit of pay per views recently of putting a filler match in where you'll have before the main event it's suddenly 
just, I don't know, yeah, a, yeah. A, like a really small match that suddenly the co-main events which, somehow... Which would lend and, itself to Trent's theory, but they were in the back and went, we're going to have to kill it out there, boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if, 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 it feels like that. I feel if they'd known that, then they would have had a smaller match after to mm. let everyone just go, all right, rather than the only one that would really be an Extreme Rules type match following that and yeah, yeah I thought it was I, I thought it was a struggle I thought it was it was about 15 minutes too long it was 26 yeah. minutes long oh yeah. goodness 26 minutes and, and it felt like an hour and I'd, I'd had a yeah, long day and it's very rare I feel sleepy during wrestling did you and I, I got close to it oh, the right. thing that saddened me a bit was I think it it, 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 it just slowed down two people who have had some amazing feuds and runs and Ambrose I've never been a big Ambrose fan but this recent his Triple H match and his like these yeah. this, this recent run mm, it's really been like great. wow yeah yeah. the Lesnar one is like this is great it's, it really built him up from, from being quite t- tepid towards him to being yeah and then this match just seemed to, yeah. to and Jericho as well he was amazing in the AJ feud um, but yeah, yeah. I agree Jericho stuff um Verbally and like his presence is, I think it's really speaking good. of verbally. Here we go. That's here's, good here's, mate, good here's my top three uh, Jericho <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, quotes. I, I really enjoyed. Um, you idiot! You want a mop? I'll give you a mop, <laughs> which was just beautiful. And again, out of any context. Now, now the next one, I saw another a review quote it as come on a whipping boy I'm certain he called him whippy boy not whipping boy so he said he whipped him then said come on a whippy boy but my (laughs) favourite number one was when he tried to get out the cage which again it's all been established that it's locked and not going to be opened open it you idiot you're going to get it (laughs) just you're going to get it was like again in the PG era the anger you're an idiot and you're going to get it I just oh I loved it every time I watch Jericho now (laughs) I'm always like, I know what Pip's doing. I love him. I just, just the f- it was the first time he called someone a stupid man, but said it with such furiosity. I was like, you, you're a stupid man. It's like, yes. I get the, I get the feeling now that he's kind of like the old boy. Yeah. In the yeah. Movie. Like I, I, out the back, he's yeah. like that. He's got the presence of like, he's been everywhere. He's done everything that you possibly can. If you get the chance to feud with Jericho, yeah. Your luck. Is he the new gatekeeper? Yeah, like he was kind of like the tester. He, do you know what I mean? He clearly, he has other interests. He doesn't necessarily have to. He's not one of these people still wrestling into his forties because he has to. He's doing it because he wants. I was going to say, I think that's made him better in a way because he's so clever about it, and he's so he's like, right, I can come in. It's not this. I need to be the top guy. He's coming in from such an intelligent. He um, seems angle. more free than he's been in, in, yeah. a, in a long time. Mm. It feels like you—you've you, just said there, like he's, he's the the old boy at the back. It seems like you don't write Jericho stuff. Yeah, Jericho yeah, does like, Jericho he stuff. T- he's yeah. like the—he he gives out the—he like sets the yardstick kind of thing. Like that. If I, come on, kid. If I was his yeah, writer, I'd right, be handing you a script and, and and he'd literally go, yeah, and just put it straight yeah. in the middle. <laughs> I'll just file that under garbage. I thought I thought there was an interesting part in this match as well on 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 the last. Uh, choosing night draw a round table you brought up the the weird adoration of 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 Dean Ambrose by women. Uh, from the women, women and again I'm, again it's it's a strange one for me but, but they do but but fucking he had such an, an an LL cool Ambrose moment when he looked over and had the nunchucks and Jericho was like what are you going to do with that and then he yeah. he did his nunchuck <laughs> thing and it was like even I was like that was pretty sexy that, 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 yeah, was, that, was, pretty, that was a pretty yeah. sexy yeah. Just, just goes, bang, bang 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 it was like 
Damn, Dean. <laughs> this my, is, this is line. something. My wife, yeah. <laughs> my wife cannot grasp why women love him so much. And then I pointed out uh, who his girlfriend is while we were watching WWE the other night. And she went, really? My fiance can't get it either. And then I keep on explaining that you, you know that I, I have his hairline. And when I put my hair forward, look exactly the same as him. And she went, uh. I love that Trent just went, who's his, who's his, his girlfriend? girlfriend? Uh, the, the blonde girl backstage. The uh, interviewer lady. Yeah. Oh, I can't never remember the names. I remember that instantly. Well, She's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm not that into Dean. Maybe that's yeah. been the, the restriction of the yeah. I think yeah. it's the jeans. Yeah, it's the jeans. Yeah. I mean, I'm not one of these. Old the first ever jeans versus jeans match in in a long time. Why did Jericho switch jeans? Jeans with kick pads over and knee pads. You winner. And a scarf. You see, I'm 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 the scarf. I've discussed this. I'm very against people wrestling in jeans unless you're doing it as a heel to make me hate you for wearing yeah. jeans. You can't be a baby face in jeans. It's what are you doing? As well, yeah. Dean. But there's a lot of people who don't have proper gear. They used to have rip-off jeans like Cesaro. Can <laughs> 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 you look? Baron Corbin. You know, as know. trousers from a branch of Cyberdog. Yep. You have <laughs> <laughs> some really neat some really neat reference, but I'm really pleased yeah, all of you yeah, laughed. Um, there's you've got uh, Roman Reigns who uh, wrestles in worst, tactical assault gear. Yeah. Um, again, I mean, as you were saying with so Ziggler, bad. though, Reigns is put together. So you'd think, take it. Just off. leave that. Leave just, <laughs> just, be, just be that. Be take that it big, off. tall, muscly Samoan oh. dude, and he's got this vest on. It's crazy. <laughs> it seems to be, it seems to be the, like, the only thing I, I speak about when we're talking about wrestling. It's like, how hot's Roman Reigns? Like, yeah, he's gorgeous. If you I know they're con- woman. I know they're contacts, like, but God. Dreamy. I'd, I mean, I'd, I'm not a big fan of the long hair. Why is he always wet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love. I love whenever Seth he swims Rollins... through the pool from that match we mentioned earlier. That's <laughs> <laughs> how he gets in. I love when Seth Rollins gets wet because there's a point ten minutes into a match where his hair is dried. Yeah. And he is a curly man. Yeah. It's like whenever Bret Hart used to get yeah. dry hair and you'd be like, oh, now well, I know why he put so much Z- grease in it. Ziggler's another one. There was a, a brief period where Ziggler decided to not be fully drenched and greasy. And, oh, it's, you, it's my, you, you understand. It's my wife will shout at the screen, I hate you, spaghetti head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not married to an eight-year-old. <laughs> um, uh, Charlotte and Natal- Natalia, um, this, this match featured one of my pet peeves, which is faces... Being distracted by music, yeah, it's logically yep. it angers me. Yep. So your music, someone else's music has been played. You have immediately broke a submission hold and a certain victory mm. to see who's there. Yeah, it's, it's you it's, could have it's, even turned it's, around in the It's room. one thing if you're in a in some kind of melee or something's yeah. going on and you look, but if you're actually in, like I, I should release this to take a better look. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, that, f- hang on, I'm going to let this go and go. I'm going to investigate when further. My wife is giving birth. <laughs> when, when my wife's giving birth in August, right? Uh, if at any point, if at any point the radio comes on in the room, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be like, move my hands away to catch the baby what? and just go, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, CM Punk here? I'm not going to do it. It's just, it's uh, to be fair, this match also uh, had one of my pet peeves in wrestling as well, which is Dana Brooke. Um, now, this is one of the questions we've been asked. Jody may asked. Um, uh, potential Dana Brooke storyline aside, who do we think now? Because at the time Dana Brooke looked like she was replacing Ric Flair. We have learned from Raw she is Dana is Charlotte's Arn Anderson. Mm. 
which must mean she's got yeah, the best yeah. spine buster in the business. Yeah. yeah. Um, and a hell of a punch. And just got to say, wonderful healing on Raw from Charlotte. Just that whole segment oh, yeah. of her. She was shooting on her. Both of them, Rick and her, who can both be hammy at points and can be. They they made that a real. Apart from five minutes intimate. later on Twitter, Rick then uh, then tweeted, "Come on, Cavs, you can do this." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, oh, I wish I was kidding about this. Oh, Either man. somebody who looks after his Twitter was logged into his by accident, and Brilliant. Uh, yeah, and just, the, just the, the question from Jody May is: um, Who would make the best undercover flair? Uh, my answer for this, uh, if you were to relaunch his slightly stuttering career, would be Tyler Breeze. Yeah, Tyler Breeze as Ric Flair. Twenty sixteen. Would I like to use Robinson? Yeah, I was going to say not baby, can't use Baby Nate. You can't use Baby Nate. Not a wrestler. Um, um, who would be the best undercover flair? I think you struggle to find a better answer than Tyler Breeze. Yeah, it's a good one. You're right. Yeah. They've got big elements about him already. Certainly he's early, but obviously very much... It's him crossed with Rick the Model Martel, isn't it? His essential yeah. gimmick. Yeah. Mae Young. <laughs> <laughs> She's done everything else, hasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Just have her come out dressed as Rick Flair. Same, <laughs> same age. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, She's gigged slightly less. Yeah, the Tyler... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> less scar tissue on her forehead <laughs> uh, a slightly, Tyler a good show. a slightly easier mm. question this is Adam Richardson is, love that is, as well. is what are our thoughts on Charlotte ditching Ric Flair I think it makes sense because he was he's getting woos and stuff all the say, time it's high time she's, yeah. she's, it's, it, and again it's good because it's built but it's d- dedicating to healing and dedicating to getting the booze rather than people love People love Flair. Is he is no. he now going to, to cost her the title? Is that going to be the thing? Because it doesn't. It's it's. I'm not sure that achieves anything. Um, I understand why they've put Dana Brooke. I, and I, I, I said something unfair earlier on. I, I, Dana Brooke, in my opinion, she, I don't have no personal issue with her. I just don't think she's ready. I don't think I don't think she's ready in the same way. I don't think Apollo Cruz is ready. Mm-hmm. Mm. The, she did a promo last week on Raw where she went up to a, some guys who were laughing backstage. Yeah, it was a really and, weird promo, wasn't I, it? I don't know, and I'm not going to fault her for this. I'm just going to say that somebody somewhere down the line has given her a bum steer. I'm not faulting like the, the training, the performance center, whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. but this look that apparently now you have to walk down the corridor looking from side to side at the walls at nothing yeah. and then you like have you're to... inspecting a house on homes under yeah. the hammer but like you're being seen to inspect a house nothing about mm. that was real yeah. and yeah. one of the, th- the things about wrestling is that the worst <coughs> thing a, a, a professional wrestler can do in my opinion is play professional wrestler because yeah. you start it's like when you're doing a drama it's like if you cut to the camera and went wink mm. not really yeah. in this yeah. that's what it's sometimes she's in these situations where she does these really like stupid things and then she goes and now I've been told to walk down this corridor and in order to look like uh, it's bigger than it is I'm looking over everybody's shoulders and it was just so forced and yeah. so unnecessary um, and I don't really understand at the moment what okay at, at this pay-per-view at this point I went uh but mm. on Raw, her with Charlotte now, and Charlotte basically having her as a... I'm not, I'm not her own answer. I'm going to call her a Miss Kitty, because it's like China having fucking yeah, Kitty yeah, back yeah, in yeah, 1999. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she is at the moment. And if she can be on the road with, with the Charlotte, or she can like, I really think that that's a great way of her learning. Um, but at the moment, I feel like there, there's a couple of people, and it's going back to Charisma again, there's probably four or five people on the flagship program yeah. who I don't think should to all intents and purposes be there and also I know there's some people lower uh, and, and NXT's our brand we're yeah. wrestling fans all four of us yeah, that's yeah, our yeah, brand yeah, yeah. Yeah. so if you take those people who make NXT brilliant 
put them on Raw, what what's going to happen? Is it, it's kind of sink or swim? Is it is yeah. it making NXT worse? Therefore, yeah. we don't invest yeah. in that so much. Is it is it using the? Are they kind of taking people who they go? Well, these are characters that will work on Raw because this it is, is odd our... who they're who they're picking. Like I said, I, I was surprised that Corbin was picked to come through at that point when there's people who work. Mm. So, but it's it feels like a weird thing that NXT's got so big that they're like, right, that's now a big a big asset for us. So we mm. can't just straight away take the big all the big people out because that leaves NXT empty so you've yeah. got to kind of take some middle people until do you know it's, it's, it's that yeah. weird thing you can't just go you've got to, as it was originally you get to the top and then you go over to the it's the main show now they're like well no we need to keep them the at the top now yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's such a massively complicated system of who mm. and when to bring them and, yeah. and, and you know let's not face you know let's not beat around the bush there's going to be guys and it's 80% of the roster that are just there yeah not everyone please, could be a champion. And it's please can mm-hmm. you do this? Because one day someone someone in the crowd's gonna say something and you're probably gonna become world famous and win seven titles. Mm-hmm. But until that day you've got to do this and yeah. you are third every night. Yeah. All for six years and yeah. Apollo Cruz is that guy at the minute. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. know what yeah. I mean? I can say that. Um is he one of the most talented wrestlers that's ever lived? Arguably yes. Yeah. For he's a guy incredible. of his size, shape and build, he's an absolute freak. And, and I think we appreciate we appreciate him more in Britain. Because yeah, he wrestled he, in the British Indies oh, so much yeah. as we are. Dave Mastiff in a leisure centre in Kent is still one of the best matches I've ever seen. I, 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 this is so sad for me, but I nearly wrestled Yuha Nation, Apollo Crews, on the top of a mountain in Italy. <laughs> I like that it wasn't wow. a wrestling match. You just decided on it and they went, no, we're not. <laughs> no, no, they booked it. And there's a poster with oh, me wow. and Yuha Nation wrestling in the tiniest little venue on the top of a mountain. And for you in particular. So I got there, the longest journey of my life. Yeah. Got there, and lo and behold, there is a 20-foot ring set up in this little shopping area on the top of a mountain. Amazing. Um, they had the, L'Aquila in Italy where they had the uh, bad earthquakes and stuff right. like that. So this is the match. 30-minute Iron Man. Me, a little bit fatter, less beard. Crapper, probably. <laughs> in everyone else's opinion, it was. Um, versus Yuha Nation, Apollo Crews, in a 30-minute Ironman. But uh, they booked the wrong flight. And he left no Preston, way. I think, or something. That makes to sense. To get the train to, to, to go there. And he was like, hang on. If I get if I get on this if I get on this flight, I'm going to land at this time. And it was an hour and a half to the venue. So he wouldn't have got there until the show had finished anyway. And the show... So they just went, oh, don't bother. And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So luckily, Mastiff was there, and me and him had Trent Seven versus Mastiff volume 693 <laughs> <laughs> for 30 minutes. Perfect. Wow. In oh, a shopping damn. cart. And he doesn't blow up. To um to the main event, I'm going to I'm gonna do this by questions, because we've got a lot of questions asked about this. So, I, I, first of all, um, I, I really enjoyed the main event, I have to say that. Yeah, I, th- I think that Roman is... is under all the hate, is slowly building a great body of matches. He's had some really good main events, mm-hmm. and everyone can go on about the. It's, it's similar to Cena, as said. There was yeah. ages of going, I hate this guy. He's, he's rubbish. And then you suddenly go, he's been in probably when four of the best matches match? of the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and Roman's doing that at the moment. Was Despite it? I'm still not into him. I'm still not. He's still not over with me. It is. He's. he's if if you want to see, if you want to see bad main events, go and watch the. Uh, the Triple H Scott Steiner main events oh. in WWE. That watched were, it last week. I'm not even kidding. I watched it last week. It is tremendously bad. Uh, and, yeah. and 
and Triple H is trying his best to make those into good matches and he's failing yeah. and Triple H is one of the best wrestlers of a generation and yeah. can't get a good match out yeah. of, out and of Scott, Scott Steiner, Steiner who was, was amazing actually really good yeah. yeah like up there it's there yeah. and yeah. it's still physically it was still physically Steiner, there at that yeah. point but he's just mad so one of the, weirdly one of the questions it relates to that Tom Livermore said um he really enjoyed the main event, but the crowd's abuse of Reigns spoiled it for him. What do we think? Now, my opinion on this is I actually think it makes the match better because it feels to me watching Reigns at the minute is they've been very upfront about the fact that not everyone's cheering him. Mm-hmm. They're not denying it. They're not going, oh, it's a mixed reaction for John Cena like they do. They are literally going, some people here hate him. And they, they're playing up that the... Uh, I wish you'd explain if he's a good guy or yeah. a bad guy. I mean, just guy <laughs> oh, he's not his guy. Um, Sorry, they hadn't explained and, that. Wow. And, <laughs> and I think that... Finally, that's clear. Jeez. I think, I think that makes it feel like we're about to watch him snap. Yeah. Because of his, because of his demeanour and his persona, it makes it look like it, at any point he could just snap and just go, fuck you guys, I've had enough of this, and just go completely to town on somebody. Yeah. And that, to me, adds a new dynamic to it. I mean, I, I, I hate it when people chant things like, you can't wrestle. He can. Yeah. If you're in a crowd and you're chanting, you He's can't the wrestle. champion yeah. of the biggest company <laughs> yeah. in if the world. You, if you're chanting, you can't wrestle at Roman Reigns and you're in a wrestling crowd, I put it to you, person chanting that, He's a better wrestler than you. Yeah, there's a very yeah. good 100% chance. 100% certain. Don't chant you can't. Roman Reigns can wrestle. There have definitely been people who've been pushed in WWE who are not the best wrestlers in the world. He hasn't got the biggest moveset in the world. But some of the stuff he's done, one of the most iconic images of this year so far is him and him and AJ Styles with the, the mid-air Superman The punch, Superman, yeah, yeah. Which or, is a wonderful bit of time. Or just finish I mean, this. Incredible I was going to say, his spears, spear like that, that mid-air spear, he that did a spear on, on the ramp at, at one thing. And my favourite, just still, or no, it was a, it was a little gif was when they teamed him and, and Bray up in a tag match, and Bray's pinning, and without looking, oh. just points, and Roman takes... Takes the gun, gun. <laughs> yeah, the little that's, gun. Oh, that's my favourite moment in wrestling this year. Amazing! It was just like I, not looking, just goes bang, and Roman appears at and just spears I, I urge the guy. Everyone to seek it out. The no look. There's Bray Wyatt. It, it was on Raw, wasn't it? Yeah, they tied up together. Bray and Bray raises, I think it's his, his right hand and points and just cocks his finger. And as he does it, the impact of Reigns hitting him is beautiful. And why Bray Wyatt is such a talent as well because yeah. he, you know, he has this. Uh, uh, he understands the business. Both of these. These gentlemen come from the business, yeah. so, they, so they've lived through it. Which is why when 100%. people chant, "You can't wrestle," he could probably wrestle better than you at six months of age yeah. because of just the genetics that he has. Him but at you... six months of age, or me at six months <laughs> of age? Because we don't need the probably. Oh, I six months. both of us at six Two months of age in a in a twenty foot ring on top of a mountain. Isn't in Eric Bischoff? <laughs> isn't this one of Eric Bischoff's promotions that he started yeah. after WCW? <laughs> <laughs> or baby, like crack wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Park episode, I didn't guess anyone. Um, but, but, uh, before we move on, you mentioned about uh, people maybe not liking him because of his moveset, and it's mm. very. The Rock had five moves. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Austin had less than five moves yeah. because he just punched people. And, and all the best people. who come through reduce themselves down to five moves. Yeah. yeah. That's, what's yeah. Going, that's what's very important. Like, yeah. you know, Daniel, you know, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, is just, you know, we all know how amazing safe. he is. I mean, he can do every move, but he only had to do. The running knee, the drop kick in the corner, and the drop kick off the top. Yeah, anything else we just pause again. Us. again uh, it's, it's 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 the big ender of Seth Rollins yeah. is a, is a perfect example of that as well. How having not watched him in the Indies previously, when he would then in main events break out these moves that I didn't know he could do. It's like 
Oh, yeah, well, and the, again, I was very much as soon Phoenix as he became the champ, yeah. I was like, I'm not really that into him. He's all right. And then he was one that was like, oh, right. He's just been, because he's a heel, he's not been doing all these yeah. moves that make me pop and go. That's also, weird. Chris Jericho uh, had a thousand and four moves. He's down. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's he's down at four. That is one of my favourite promos yeah, ever. Yeah, um, next question regarding <clears> this match from Lewis Wagstaff. How do we feel AJ Styles was booked during this? Obviously, he had two defeats in main events. Mm-hmm. Um, do we feel he's been left looking stronger or weaker? If you don't mind me saying this, I, as, as much as we literally just commented on mm-hmm. the, the visual of the spear out of midair, mm-hmm. kicking out of two is ridiculous. Oh, I think that's the... absolutely ridiculous. Like, what on earth has AJ got left now? Oh, do you mean after the Stars Clash on the... Stars Clash 1-2, that's amazing. This... Stars Clash on the chair, go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's <laughs> not WrestleMania. No, it's not WrestleMania. You, it's not WrestleMania. That's it's extremely exactly Shut what, up. Yeah, it's, like, it, it, it really... No, I mean, yes, I, I suppose, in effect, what a hell of a falsy. Because yeah. we all thought that was the one. Yeah. That's one of the no other questions. Yeah. When, when he hits the... it on the chair and he just rolled him straight over, you're like, oh my God. This is it. And so, there wasn't anyone near enough to come and interfere no, or do anything. Nothing you're to like... happen. And he just clean kicked out of it. No foot on the ropes. No Uso yeah. Paul. Was yeah. it an Uso Paul? Hang on. Did the Usos pull him off that? No, no, they didn't. It was no. just to kick out. I mean, one, devastating, one of the questions we did get from uh, from Gary Hernan was, was my next question was there too many false finishes in this match so I think you're right I think AJ has certainly just by how that but again that's not necessarily down to booking that's down to the agents putting that match together not necessarily how he's been booked during the feud is it yeah. so I think it's nice that we maybe just very very slightly clear this up for people who are maybe are, are just fans people refer to booking wrongly hmm Booking is where somebody writes a story. Yeah, that's yeah. what we do, isn't it? Yeah, that's what, that's what we it's do. Our job. We we don't tell wrestlers what exactly what to do when they go. Because we're there. not wrestlers. <laughs> because we're not. And Unless you, you want to see a specific thing. Yes, we Unless do. We a, a specific very thing. specific thing. In a swimming yeah. pool with yeah. piranhas, <laughs> doing a brain buster, wrestling on a six-month-old. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. On a mountain. Onto an exploding turnbuckle pad. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Um, but yeah, the, the agents backstage will, will help the wrestlers put the match together. That's, 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 sometimes an agent may go, this is what you're doing. And if you're contracted to be told that that's what you're doing, that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So people saying, and I know that Vince Russo, I, I looked on his Twitter earlier on, God bless him. Um, and he was just firing off on people about you don't understand. Stop blaming this on Reigns. People are going, oh, it's terrible. He wanted, he wanted to do this. If I'm an actor and somebody gives me a script, let's use the Buddy Holly story as an example. At the end, he always gets on the plane. And we know what happens after he gets on the <laughs> plane, right? Yeah. Okay? I don't decide that. Yeah. I am a, a passive actor who goes into this and somebody has written something. And that's yeah. it, it, like Le Miz. It's not fucking real. But at the end of the day, I go and go, right, this is what my character does at this point. And I am told to do it by a writer who has then given it to a director. And my director has gone, you're doing it at this point. I don't go out there and go, I'm going to kick out it too. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what am yeah, I going to yeah, do? Should, yeah. should, should, should we throw another falsy in? Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to die on the barricades tonight. I'm going to win the war. No, yeah. I just, Le Miz, <laughs> you, you know the story. Yeah. Like, and then we all sing Bring Him Home and everyone goes home. Um, like that's, that's it's so stupid that people think that let's blame a wrestler for mm. something that's going on here, and it, yeah. it needs to be it needs to be addressed. Not that we're trying to make out that we're like you know we're, we're clever. Wait, haven't you just said if anyone doesn't like progress, they have to complain to me and you now? Yeah. Oh God. There's such a fine line between when you get that response, it's almost like it's worked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you get the response from fans saying, "Oh, it rains," like. The, that smart, smart ass comment mm. of, uh, you know, that was Reigns' bucket. Like, 
maybe that's the work with certain characters. Actually, you're not you know wrong. I mean? Reigns like, is an example. Cena is another example to get that as well. Reaction mm-hmm. is some, that's deep. That is like, yeah. f- f- I mean, for a fan to even think that. I mean, I love wrestling. I've obviously been all the way through, you know, various different companies and levels, and mm. you know, in my back garden and stuff like that. Like maybe that worked. Maybe yeah. that was what they were trying. Yeah. Like mm. Maybe that's the effect that they want from Reigns to make the crowd think that. I mean, I, I mean, maybe we're going a little bit no, too but, 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 Inception kind of yeah, like yeah. <laughs> booking within the booking within the booking, <laughs> you know. But I don't know. I, no, I think it is true because I think result. I think it's what they did. I'm, I always remember when Sh- a Sheamus cashed his money in the bank, and everyone was like, "Oh, like a lot of people were furious, like how Sheamus the champion." But they used Sheamus to be that one no one wanted to be champ to kind of ease off off Reigns for a little bit. So when Reigns takes it, it's like, oh. All right, it's you, yeah, you know I mean? it, it, it didn't have that yeah, you had yeah, someone yeah. else that you didn't want to be the champ because, yeah. but that's his role as a heel. The 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 awkward part on the booking side of it is Rain still isn't committed to being a heel, so it's that yeah, and it's also, that weird yeah. thing. If that was the intention, it's a weird intention because it's ultimately still, to nullify my own point. Are we booing him? Is that what the desired yeah. effect? Then yes, yeah. yeah. So, so at so, the yeah, end of the day, it's means yeah. to an end. And you're getting it from different. If angles. you're going, oh no, I hate Roman Reigns because you hate Roman Reigns, but, but, and that is the desired but, effect. But that's my problem with it slightly. Is is it the desired effect? Well, that's this, that's where this the is question what we can mark go is. About the, a, a reaction is the great thing, but it's like, is is that mm, the desired effect? Which yeah. is then goes back yeah. to my first point. Is then is it? <laughs> so we could, like all we're doing is we because we don't know what the the exact desired effect is, and I don't want to because I like. That it's Clark Kent, and I love it. Yeah, 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 I yeah, like yeah, that we, we're, we're watching. I, I love Daniel Craig, but to me, he's James Bond. Yeah, I think yeah, the yeah. whole Roman Reigns character to me, uh, you know, just is just so weird and so complex. And I know something amazing is going to come from it because it always does. But like, yeah. he's a beautifully good-looking man. <laughs> That's what it comes go back, back to. to that. Yeah, he <laughs> he's a beautiful man, right? With the worst clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just take them off. Stop putting crap clothes on this nice-looking person. Okay, then are you saying she's a Cesaro's suit? Yeah, or just just <laughs> anything but that. It's rubbish. So like, the there's body that, armor. There's the, as much as you you visually look at him and you think he's attractive, he's wearing crap clothes. So you mm. think, mm, are you a bin man? Like, what, what's the angle here? Yeah. Are, you a, are you a scared bin man in the Bronx? That's where you've got the bulletproof vest on. Kind of thing. He goes straight from the ring. He's really, really into paintballing. And oh, he goes straight from... Oh, he's he's got such a busy schedule, he hasn't got time to nice. get changed. So he, he goes straight those, like, from... Ascot Magnum. Yep, yep, yep. He's massively oh, yeah, into paintballing. Yeah, Awful. Um, final Awful. thing we're going to That's what he needs, Meggings. The, the final thing we're going to talk about... Um, before we wrap up this ridiculously long edition, it gets long yeah. over time. Um, uh, it's cause, sorry, Warren. Yeah, really sorry, Warren. Um, <laughs> um, is the Seth Rollins return now? Yes. Th- th- I know one of the panelists is really going to kick off about this. Um, uh, hi, Glenn. Everyone um, looked at Glenn. Then. <laughs> <laughs> now, Seth Rollins returned. Massive babyface reaction. Yeah. Then on Raw. He came out and had a massive babyface reaction. Now, I know Glenn hates this. However, that's not Seth Rollins' fault or WWE's fault. Organically, he's being cheered because he's missed. Seth Rollins' promo, then, did his best at making himself a heel again, like Kevin Owens does. Mm-hmm. He tried his best. Some people are going to cheer him in the same way that, as progress, we have a heel champion. Some people cheer for him. It just happens. It's unavoidable. Um, what, but we did get asked this question um, uh, from William Paul, which is, when a popular heel comes back from injury, how do you get them to be booed again? And I do think that Raw promo is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. But if you've missed somebody, and WWE are pretty much acknowledging that not everyone likes 
Roman Reigns. Yeah. For some people, Seth Rollins is the lesser of two evils. It's unavoidable. Um, so, uh, again, I thought Rollins did a good uh, a good job. I mean, I'd like I to agree. see at least one guy who's meant to be a heel, like Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins, come out when the crowd are cheering, going, no, if you're cheering, I'm going home. And literally just go home. Yeah. On an addition of Raw. Just I go think, home. I think Seth has done all he can, and not just because of on Raw, but at the at the Slammies as well, mm-hmm. when he's out and then he comes back and it's this big moment. And at the Slammies, he's still healed. He was like, mm. forget all you guys. You know, was was purposely... I don't yeah. want Shades of Grey, but Shades of Grey are unfortunate. These aren't deliberate Shades of Grey. No, These like... aren't Vince Russo written Shades of Grey. <laughs> These are unavoidable Shades of Grey because some wrestling fans like another wrestler more than another one. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to do. It's hard I, to I, get I, I do feel like this is being addressed at me because it I is, know mate. that um, I, I'm going to... Because you messaged me at one in the morning last night oh, angry about it. <laughs> um, I'm going to channel the spirit of Rockstar Spud and say there is too much grey. If you're gonna bring Seth Rollins back and immediately turn it, and like I completely agree, he did a great job of like trying to get himself back over. I know he's meant to be at the top of the card. I know the reason he started doing. We all know the reason why he started doing the um, the pedigree. Mm. Like that got that got that, that will then be played off further down the line. I hope. I hope mm. that story hasn't yeah. got finished out either. But for me, if you're gonna bring him back, just let him do a couple of weeks let him do one program let him go into the pay-per-view as a babyface then do it the next night don't give us two polarizing characters who are in the main event where now i don't want to watch that pay-per-view because the main event to me doesn't have any value because what i'm looking at is two gray characters i don't know what i'm i was gonna say because what we what we don't benefit from is the grayness around roman and that makes it really hard If, if 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 roman was a heel and um, and and Seth could run down, and he helped Roman get the win. That would get him booed. Mm-hmm. If AJ was yeah. about to beat Roman, and Seth has his big r- run in and gets Roman the belt, the crowd would yeah, that'd at that's least that's be confused because <laughs> they'd be like, "Oh, Seth's here." We all love to boo Roman winning the belt. What do we do now if Seth's just yeah. made that happen? Interesting. What Trent has yeah, to say the, about this? The automatic reaction if anyone comes in. And beats up someone who's being booed, is they're going to be cheered exactly right? So, once again, we know the WWE is amazing. At some point, it's just going to pay off, and we're going to look at this podcast and go, I can't believe we even whinged. (laughs) (laughs) What a wonderfully booked angle that was! Um, But at the moment, you know, we've got to talk about it for what it is. If if that's his comeback and it's that 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 peak, the crowd was so sad because AJ Styles didn't win. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. They were all sad. There was eight girls cheering for Roman Reigns, right? Yeah. And you, and me. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then you send in the guy who I haven't seen for ages, mm-hmm. who they have missed mm-hmm. perfectly, as you say. So there's emotion for his injury. Like that's become a real thing now. He's not just a bad guy. He's mm-hmm. a real human being who got hurt. That gains emotion, and we'll bring him in, and we'll have him do the pedigree that we haven't seen for ages yeah. on the heel champ. Let's yeah. face facts. He's the heel that's, champ. I think right? that's the main thing. Is they it's they're just still they're, kind of, they're just still trying that. to twist him into the one that looks the most obvious. Yes, yeah, I yeah, suppose yeah. you're going to get cheers. Okay, so then you come out on Raw as the first thing on Raw. So everyone's been g'd up or whatever from the yeah. MCs, like we were saying, and then he's amazing music hits and Seth Rollins walks out and soon he looks amazing. Ah, God, he's got the hardest job in the world <laughs> to yeah. now talk to people and make them hate him mm. like 
15, 20,000 people the night before think you're the best thing since sliced bread. Everyone watching at home is like, yes, he's back. Now you've got another 15, 20,000 people in a live venue that are going, oh, God, he's come out first as well. I can't wait to hear what he's got to say. Yeah. Oh, he thinks we're mugs. Yeah. Brilliant. He doesn't want us to cheer him. But we really do, because we really think he's quite good. I think... He, I think he's, the cards are stacked so far against yeah. you as a performer to try and then switch it all around. It's very yeah. interesting. We're all talking about this at different levels as well. You're talking about as the performer who has been given an incredibly difficult job. I'm talking about maybe a writer who's gone, actually, no, we need him back as a heel. Yeah. yeah. And, and do you know what? Yeah. Trent raised a really, really valid point. We are all wrestling fans, and the fact that we're discussing this and we are getting animated and we're mm-hmm. getting into it is brilliant. That's why we love wrestling, because it's entertainment. At the end of the it's day, it's evoking a reaction. We're discussing yeah. it. Yeah. That's brilliant. Just because it's on telly doesn't necessarily mean it's right. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the it's the, it's the the one way of doing it, but it's a way of doing it. Yeah. I'm sure people don't sit in the extenders, you know, uh, writing room and go, no, I think we should, no, definitely. No, got too many it. heels. Yeah, too many heels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Den's heel got, turn from uh, 86 was better. The end, the, the, the end <laughs> of the day, great it, is, it is a very interesting, I don't want to watch grey scale Seth Rollins versus grey scale Roman Reigns. Like I'll admit, like, like you say as well, I think that Reigns has to be, the, he's not Cena. He has to eventually become a heel champion. That's just my opinion. But, we're all we're all looking at this, and it's an exciting time because we're all waiting for something to happen. Where there's mm. there's it's yeah. not we're not satisfied at the moment. We're, we're we're in a transitional period where stuff's bubbling, and there's certain things that you know he's one of my best friends. God damn it, I'm waiting for that, and I I know that everything associated with that club. Yes, yeah. yeah, we're yeah. we're waiting for that, and <laughs> the, there's 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 stuff there that we're going. Oh my god. I really can't wait for it, but please don't fuck it up. It's, it's, yeah. what, it's, it's what makes it hugely exciting. And while some people will moan online or whatever, it's it's hugely exciting. It's similar to what happened um, last year. And again, not to, to to bring it or compare to UFC again, last year was a massive year of injuries, which mm. has meant that the first half of this year has been huge because in the year of injuries a load of new stars had to be made. Mm. So you've started to bring these new... And it's the same in WWE. A load of new stars have started to bubble through. And then, oh my God, we can bring Seth Rollins back and we can bring John Cena back. And you can... There's suddenly... You've... you've Because of this bad time where everyone was getting injured and you'd lost your main events everywhere, we're now going to have a period where those main events... People have stepped up and filled those main events. So you've got these new big stars who wouldn't have been able to grow with the people or remaining yeah. at top if you know what I mean so there's so much excitement ahead of who's coming through and when as we've spoken about like the whole Roman Reigns kind of the, the way he looks at the minute like the one name that <laughs> you said at the start of the show that does come into into play is, is John Cena and it, it's become more apparent just as we've talked about it he's almost like the anti-Cena like they chant the same things at him but he is a heel where Cena was a face yeah. do you know what I mean like they chanted, "You can't wrestle at Cena," and "You can't do this," but they all bought his merch, yeah. and they, he is a face. Yeah, Reigns isn't actually that pop. He hasn't got that level of popularity. No. People don't buy Roman Reigns t-shirts. That's why it's he's a like, mystery why they won't just better, turn him properly, yeah. or what yeah, they've got plans for turning him properly. He's, he's a heel. Yeah, like he's a heel that everyone doesn't like. That a couple of people do like. Whereas yeah. Cena's a heel because it was cool to boo Cena. Yeah, he was the face of the company. Yep. He is the baby face. Yep. He can't get beaten by anyone. He can get thrown through massive lights and glass and everything, and still pop up and beat the big show. 
But this Reigns guy just keeps winning and it's grinding on everyone. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe that's the... That's and the uh, let's remember there are there are more Balor Club t-shirts in the audience than there are Roman Reigns t-shirts. And that still hasn't happened. So not only have we got that for the future and I can't wait for it to happen and you know, there's personal reasons behind it as well. It's going to be wonderful. Yeah, now we have to fit John Cena back in. Yeah, that's, that's we'll know we'll next Monday. Yeah, yeah. I oh, thought that, that was that, great. Is, is this a scheduled return? Yeah, that's yeah. what this I thought was the thing I hate. The, that's no. What are you telling me? I generally hate that, that, but I think it made Seth's return so much of a surprise because he had us all looking over there, yeah. all going in yeah. two yeah. weeks, seeing his back from injury, and then suddenly you got a slap from the other side of like. I'd forgotten that we're, we're waiting on Seth to come back. So, yeah. yeah. He's, 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 he's strong with your links to that, man. <laughs> um, um, right, one yeah. last last question, and then we'll do some plugs. So, uh, just one name. Don't justify it. Just one name. Who's WWE champion December the 31st, 2016? Who is WWE champion December 31st, 2016? Glenn Joseph, go. No justification, Seth just Rollins. the name. Seth Rollins. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. I, I think Seth Rollins, yeah. Okay, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. I just said it because you wanted to. Let's plug some stuff. Um, Trent, plug plug Shikara because I know you've got you've already had this last weekend and you've got we this have. coming weekend. So plug Shikara, my friend. Uh, and it was wonderful, and they are so much fun, and they've got some fantastic characters. And Shikara's tour. Uh, kicks off re-kicks off on uh, Friday in Birmingham Aston Uni uh, we then move on to Manchester on the Saturday um, at the hello I, at the uh, the Union in Manchester yeah. which is a lovely venue uh, that match uh, sorry uh, that show will obviously feature the uh, last ever singles match of the legend that is Johnny Kidd which, by the way, wrestled for Aston Progress recently. You have to see this match. Oh. Go out of your way. To Jack, go Gallagher see. Against jo- Jack Gallagher against Johnny Kidd is one of my favourite matches I've yeah. ever watched. Yeah, and, 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 and I, I love the fact that um, when Johnny Kidd was backstage, um, seeing proper rough, tough. Like, uh, we know all the lads are like who work for us. They're all this is proper camaraderie. Seeing everyone when he came backstage, going, "Hello, Mr. Kidd, how are you?" is one of the coolest things. Yeah, Love sheer it. adoration. He is an absolutely, you know, one of the genuine last of the dying breed. Uh, against Mike Quackenbush and love him or hate him, the, the, he is the man, the master of a thousand holds. Mm, he is in, a, an incredible brain for wrestling um, and an incredible performer as well. Um, so watching that's going to be an absolute joy, to be really honest. Uh, I'll probably be wrestling on there as well cheers <laughs> <laughs> hopefully and then you got Sunday Monday uh, then we got Sunday up at Link Skill Centre that's in North Shields which is technically Newcastle to people who don't live there yeah uh, sorry, the to, coast, any offense, you know, sorry to any offence from people who are diehard Newcastle people but it's the same thing you, 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 you speak funny you're fine um, <laughs> and then we're going to move up on to Monday uh, to finish it all off St Luke's in Glasgow um, and uh, you should definitely come because uh, if you live around that area it's going to be a lot of fun. Where can people get tickets from? They can get them from Shikara UK, Shikara UK Tour. Big Cartel. Com. Excellent. They should um, hit that up. Glenn. Yes. Plug some stuff. Plug what? I'll tell you what. Plug well, what we're doing on well, Sunday. Uh, this is this, this is a, important before I plug anything personal. Because um, Trent's still amazed that I have a country uh, record. So, uh, but we're just out of stock now. It's something else. I um, so uh, myself and Mr. Smallman will be having the progcast now. Uh, th- a lot of people listening to this will already be coming to the Super Strong Style 16 Weekender, which is next Sunday and Monday. It's coming to the ballroom. 
Well, no, I don't need people to get next and that. Anyway, carry on. It's in a few days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. This week. <laughs> the, 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 next time you look at the calendar and it says Sunday, it's that the, one. It's, it's then. By definition, I forgot what date it is. I should have said the so date. So 29th and the 30th. There you go. That would be much is, yeah. easier. 29th and 30th of this month. And uh, it's going to be incredible. It's completely sold out, but you can get return tickets on Twickets as they go up. All you need to do is go to provisrising.com. All of the information is there. But on the Sunday evening, available for only six of your fine English pounds will be a live podcast. Now, if everybody remembers the podcast last year, it was an awful lot of fun because we had drunk Eddie Dennis um, and we had Dave Mastiff and, and Rampage Brown talking about food and Dixie Carter, which was pretty incredible. Essentially, Glenn's been really... Because this is a positive podcast and you've been really, really nice and well-behaved today. What's going to happen on Sunday is I'm going to have been awake for 48 hours because I've been gigging in Norway um, and I mm. have no chance to go to sleep before I have to get a plane mm-hmm. back home and then I have to host a whole day of wrestling and then do a podcast. Um, Glenn will be drunk. Yeah, oh yeah. And That'll angry. Awful. So it will be... And it's essentially, it's a glorified Q&A that we will, we will... We had great fun doing it last year. And but we're doing it in the Electric Ball this year, which is even better because last time we went to the, the Holiday Inn, which was a lovely little venue. It was fantastic. So we'll be filming it for On Demand. We'll be releasing it on audio on... Uh, well, as a broadcast because that's yeah. what we do. Um, and yeah, we're going to... to I'm going to I'm going to let... I'm going to let rip. Yeah, progresswrestling.com. I'll be, I'll be nice today. Just so people know, progresswrestling.com slash tickets for that. What's your, um, both, I didn't ask you, Trent, your, your Twitter, Trent? Uh, at Trent7. All one Glenn, word. your uh, Twitter? Uh, Facebook page is Glenn Joseph Official. Uh, you can get me on Twitter at Glenn underscore Joseph. Um, Bossman. Yes. Head of Distraction Pieces Network. Yes. My governor. Um, well, I mean, first of all, I'm going to plug your podcast from last week because Will Osprey was on it, and it was, he was great. It was great, and how lovely was Will? I was, I was concerned in advance because I've met him, but I know he's quite quiet. Yep. But he was so excited, and he talked loads, and got one. emotional. It was, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a really good one. So I recommend that. Um, we've also just launched a new podcast on the network called Say Why to Drugs, which went unbelievably into like the top 10 of all podcasts yeah, and great, it? it went crazy and it's it's going to be an episodic thing with dr susie gage talking about um a different drug each each episode and breaking down the 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 myths and the facts it's not pro drugs or anti-drugs it's just about the facts and and yes so that's really good and they're going to be every 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 two weeks i think Sweet. she's doing that and i've got my 100th episode of distraction pieces of next course. week oh, so congratulations i'm very excited about that i've not announced the guest yet but i have recorded it so Ooh. mystery it's seth rollins <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not imagine. <laughs> um uh, me uh i am at jim smallman on twitter uh, hashtag tuesday night jaw if you want to give us any questions i'll probably there might not be a mini episode next week because I've got Super Strong Style 16 and I might be a bit busy. That will be up, if you can't come to the show, that will be up probably within a week or so. Demand-progress.com. Uh, obviously, progress wrestling is progresswrestling.com. Um, uh, and my website is jimsmorman.com. I have, I'm, I'm going to plug a show I'm doing. June the 27th, I'm recording my Edinburgh show from last year, My Girls, which I did something on Radio 4 about it um, last year. It's the best thing I've ever written. It's... There's, all right, it's not really about wrestling, but there's one story about wrestling in it. Um, but I'm super proud of the show, and I'm filming it for a DVD. Um, and it's at the Backyard in Bethnal Green in London. Uh, tickets are a fiver. And if you go to my website, jimsmallman.com, you'll see a link to My Girls. Click on that, and you'll be able to find that information. So that's June the 27th, which is, ironically, the day after a progress show. Because uh, someone doesn't like travelling. <laughs> um, I think you've done enough travelling, dear. Um, Warren, I know you, you can't really talk because you're too far away from a microphone. Um, but we're going to plug your music again. This is Bricks, yeah? yeah. This is Bricks.com. Thank you, mate. Uh, so right. check that out, because Warren's ace, and he's sat here for 
nine hours listening to us in this rabbit sauna. On. In this sauna, that we can open the door. Today, yeah. to say something. That's what I was. Wondering. I was like. Oh, I just want to go on. He's <laughs> got a list of points um, <laughs> from question one. Um, uh, but anyway, listen. Thank you for supporting this. Thank you for supporting the Distraction Pieces Network. Keep telling people about us, reviewing us on iTunes, and all that jazz. And uh, we'll see you for a big roundtable episode after the next pay per view. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. <laughs>